0: Welcome back to The House That Happens, recorded live every week. You know where we are. Shuey's Barn Grill in the Tobacco, the best dive bar. Voted four years in a row, but we'd like to think it's the best dive bar in the world right now. It's a little uh, going under some maintenance right now. We're not quite open yet. should be open in the new year, but of course we love this place nonetheless. I'm Andrew Milani. Hi, my name is Cruz. Cruz, I understand you have... Uh, Maybe some shout-outs you want to make this week? Well,
1: first of all, I want to say that the reason that we keep coming to Shoeys is because we support it, and all the fans at Shoeys out there just give us a short period of time. Serge is going to put the place back just the way that you love it, except for, what would you call it, pristine washrooms. Yes. Is that the word? (laughs) Uh, It's been an interesting week in sports, but before we start, there's just a couple of things that I get involved in because, you know, I've been off work for a while uh we don't need to talk about it yes i'm getting better thanks for all the people that are asking but a couple of things that have that go on in the world that sometimes we should shout out and i think that it was significant especially for my generation more than yours because you've heard of the characters didn't watch it but when we were kids every night we'd get to watch shows like um, the incredible all of the family good times sanford and son Maud. And I'm forgetting the Jeffersons, but they were all created by one guy, Mr. Norman Lear, who died at the age of 101, and I think he should be shouted out to because he changed pop culture in the 70s forever. Absolutely. And, and sometimes I'm going to tell viewers, uh, if you got a box, if you got a chance to watch some of these old shows, go listen to the dialogue. These shows would not even get in beyond the pilot stage in this social justice well, engineering, I would, world. I
0: would say with the exception of one. What's that? South Park. Oh yeah, they. Oh, get, you know what? Uh, family Guy. Uh, family Guy's toned it down though. Yes, they have. But yeah, they're but, still they're on the edge. Yeah, but kind of not as much as anymore. But uh, Cartman, the the fat kid on South Park, he's actually based on Archie Bunker. That's
1: what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's interesting because they get they go to the wall and they stop. South Park's classic. Come on. That's one of the greatest of all time. The the two guys that do it. I forget their names
0: right Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah,
1: those two guys. But um, big shout out to Norman Lear because he entertained me a lot. And if anybody hasn't seen any of these shows, just go back and just see how much the world has changed since the time Norman Lear put on television, shows till the time of his death. Big shout out. Rest in peace, Norman Lear.
0: Yeah, I would say All in the Family still uh, holds up. It's still pretty relevant, surprisingly. I
1: find little clips coming across on on social media sometimes, and I crack up because that guy said that on national TV. How did he get away with it? But speaking of national TV, I got to do one more little shout out because it's not a big deal, but if you watch shows like if you have your favorite show, come on, everybody that knows me knows that I am a PTI guy. If you don't know what that is, that's pardon the interruption. And that's Michael Wilbon and my favorite Tony Kornheiser, who this week finally decided to come back to the studio Because he hasn't left his basement in three years due to COVID and all Mm -hmm. that. So it was kind of a weird, emotional... The the people in the studio were great. Tony had a little more energy because they were face-to-face with Woban. Big shout-out to Kornheiser for coming back to the studio. And just keep doing what you're doing, buddy, to the day you die, because we love it.
0: Absolutely. And I have a couple shout-outs I want to make myself. So Massimo, happy 30th birthday. Welcome to the Dirty 30, buddy. We're going to celebrate... Uh, tonight, actually, you're a condo building. Looking forward to that. Should be a lot of fun. Happy birthday, buddy. And then uh, a proposal, an engagement uh, for a couple of my friends, Robin and Jess. Congratulations. You're not really telling anybody, so I guess it's up to me to spread the word. So uh, Robin, happy engagement, Robin uh, Jess.
1: And Jess, hey, you guys, you're going to have three kids and live happily ever after. There you go. You know what I mean? Big shout out to all the people getting married because I st- I'm i still common-law because my wife won't marry me. She is my <laughs> wife, but she won't marry me. It's usually the guy that doesn't do it. I'm the guy going, come on, when are we getting married, dear? She says, really? Are you kidding? You know what I mean? Only been with her for 22 years, and we're still not married.
0: Well, you're common-law. It's basically the same
1: thing. Big shout out to the marriage proposals. That's great stuff. The next party will be your reveal party.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm <laughs> But, uh, Cruz, I understand you have uh, a quarrel, maybe, if you will, about uh, the state of sports nowadays. Would you like to elaborate?
1: Okay. I'm just looking at it because, like I said, I watch a lot of shows lately, and um, one of the things that I really wanted to get at, too, is I'm thinking to myself, um, how is sports treating the fans? Okay. What that got me thinking about is uh, you see different personalities on TV and stuff. And what it got to me, and I, I seen it at the press conference at the time, but Staley, the coach of uh, San Diego, who's definitely not going to have a job at the end of the year.
0: He shouldn't. Okay. Mind you, I said this last time, this time last year. So, I mean, Okay, who so knows? he
1: said his job. But anyways, during the press conference after the 6 nothing great game with New England, <laughs> this guy had the un, unmitigated <laughs> audacity to stand before the microphone and said, I don't care what the fans think. I went, wait a second. So I thought that was kind of weird because he was taking a lot of grief at the press conference. You know that. Well, they,
0: it's, it's been like that uh, the last, well, basically all season for the Chargers, right? So. Oh, yeah. And I mean, to be fair, it's not his job to do with the fans thing. What's the, the line like you uh, listen to the fans pretty soon? You'll be sitting with them.
1: OK, I agree. I agree. But here's the thing. I don't I think that should be unwritten. Because what really, i seen the press conference, and I go, that's odd to say. Well, a couple of days later, and I was never a big fan of this guy, but now I'm really growing to like him because of the his perspective on things. So, and that's J.J. Watt, former Texas, uh, Houston Texan. He's on the— Former
0: defensive end. Yep. Defensive
1: end, one of the best of all time. First ballot Hall of Fame when his time's up in two years. He came on the McAfee show, and he said, if we don't respect the fans, we have nothing. He said, we're playing kids' games, we make bag loads of money, mm-hmm. and no matter what you think or what you say, you should be uh, huge respect for the fans because what do they do? They pay the tickets. They put on the TV. Now, everyone says the sponsors, the commercials, the corporate stuff and that, but who are they trying to draw in? The fans. The fans. So who's who's watching the commercial going to buy the products? Mm-hmm. The fans. Who's going to put the ratings up on a good show on a on a?" thursday night or a bad show and the ratings doesn't go who drives all of this it's the fans and we here on the house that happens where we preach we're looking always for the highest level of competition the people that are watching the highest level of competition are who
0: us the fans thank
1: you very much now the thing that's really really weird about it is the fact that um guys like me i'm an old guy everyone knows i'm 64 i'm retiring very very soon it's not about my age. It's just that, Andrew, you're the same way. You've been a sports junkie since you are a kid. So what, what kind of weirds me out at times is that they got us. No matter right. what happens, no matter what we bitch about, what are we going to say, what we're going to do, um, we're still going to watch the goddamn games. Absolutely. Okay? So what ends up happening is when these guys make these offhand comments, is that due to the fact that they're not caring about the fringe fans are they not respecting that they want to have more fans i don't really know i'd like to ask vegas personally what they think about it because they seem to be the driving force don't you think
0: i mean well to be fair like the coaches like their job isn't really to think about that their job is to just win football games right and i think staley like let's be real he's I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly defending the guy, but, like, he knows his job's on the line. He, I think he got baited into that answer a little bit. He probably could have answered that a little bit smarter. He there did just get a, baited a bit, yeah.
1: but I'm still saying, like, um, uh, I don't say you have to be Bill Belichick or Greg Popovich. No. But um, I think that the, the sheer – you have to respect the fans here, people. Yeah. If you don't respect the fans, you don't have a turnstile. Nobody's buying your $200 – uh, season ticket pass. Nobody's mm-hmm. buying, buying NHL Center Ice. Nobody's buying the NBA today. You know, all of that yeah. stuff. So, we here at the House That Happens are saying, fans first. We're not going to care what Vegas says. No, no. But we do. But we do. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It, it's got something to do with that anyways. So, all the fans out there listening, we're in with you. First, we're not with the referees. We're not with organizations. We're with the passionate fans that lose their shit like I do. You know what I'm saying?
0: Although I think most referees are okay. Soccer referees, a eh, different story though. No, um. no, 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 no.
1: Let's just get here, okay? So we are going to kind of segue into this whole referee situation. So let's just, before we get to specific topics, I'm thinking that there has to be a correlation between what the referees are doing on the field, the scores, and Vegas.
0: Sure. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend the refs here. I'm going to say, like, this is because the league mandates. Okay, so if you mandate
1: it, then do it every time. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to give you three examples right now. You tell me what you think. I'm watching the Pittsburgh game the other night. Okay. Um, Gunsell, is that his name? He Gensel. Was going to Gensel, and uh, what's his name on, um, uh, I forget what team, I believe it was Florida. Came across, and they were going into the corner, and he reached down and Gensel, and when he went against him, the stick broke. So as soon as you break a guy's stick, guess what?
0: Two Two minutes minutes. in the box.
1: Okay, so even the announcers went, well, you know, that's kind of a, you know, one of those Cheap call, yeah. Yeah, whatever. So the penalty power play starts. Bingo. Guy goes in the corner. His stick gets caught in the guy's legs. The guy falls down. The guy fell down more than it had to do with the stick. So we ended up with 90 minutes of four on four because. 90 seconds. 90 seconds of four on four. Why? Because is that the get even penalty?
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. That's the league mandate.
1: But <laughs> that affects the game. Like you're talking about. I, I cool. don't.
0: I, I, hey, I'm agreeing with you that it affects the game. But, like, the league mandate is okay, so. Uh, plays penalties that affect a uh, scoring chance. That's a penalty every time. We know okay, that. Okay,
1: got you, got you.
0: But then on these kind of like uh, ticky-tacky ones, those are kind of like we get the call and then the makeup call. That's definitely a me- league mandate. I'm saying. Uh, uh, really? If that's yeah. a league mandate, I want it Gary Bettman. It in is, the is a room. league mandate that we've been seeing this for how long now? That's the way the refs are being told to call it this way. Okay, so I'm a fan. Okay, do I like it? No, but I mean, no, because what's what's I mean happen? Putting it solely on the referees, I think, is unfair.
1: Wait a second. Here, the score is two-one. Okay. So Pittsburgh's losing 2-1, so they got a power play. So this is their opportunity to bring it even, right? Sure. The penalty was sketchy. I'm not saying it was. Yeah. not okay, but it was league mandated. I'm going to get back to my famous Brendan Gallagher four minutes at the end of the Vegas game. I, I still have nightmares about that penalty, but it was mandated, so you had to call it, correct? Right. So when the guy goes in the corner and a stick gets, it steps on a guy's stick and falls down, And then you call another penalty. That's Pittsburgh's opportunity to not tie the game. So are you going to justify that by saying, well, it's league-mandated?
0: Well, I'm just saying, like I'm just saying, like it's. I think it's a lot more complex than just saying, "Oh, it's because of the referees." This is coming from upstairs. This is coming from your buddy Gary Bettman. Oh yeah, my good friend. Big you're Garrett, good. are good yeah. drinking buddy. Yes, I, I hang know. out with him every Tuesday.
1: He's coming to the grand reopening of Shoey's, I hear, but I I haven't confirmed it yet. Yeah, they, okay? they got the
0: limo set up for him. Oh, you know, yeah. airport's close. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so we're exactly. all good i we'll fly you in from New York, Gary. There you go.
1: The bottom line is is that um, I've been watching this for years, and sometimes I get it and sometimes I go. So here's a second example. We all seen the Green Bay game last week with Green Bank and Kansas City. Yeah. Great football game. Okay? Now, I'm going to say that Patrick Mahomes has probably got more calls that were sketchy than – or, you know, league band data, like don't touch interference. Or, or, or uh, roughing the
0: quarterback. And all that me, yeah. kind of stuff.
1: So um, – once you leave the pocket, you're running back, correct? Sure. Uh the cornerback on Green Bay, I think his name is either Jones Smith or Al. I don't know. But anyways, you've seen the play. Yeah. He banged Mahomes, but it was he was still had his foot in going for the X yards going the first down and it was helmet to chest. Isn't that the mandated way that you're told before the season that you're going to Wasn't it on?
0: supposed to be shoulder to chest? Shoulder to chest, yeah, yeah that's what
1: yeah. it was. Shoulder to chest. So it wasn't spearing or anything. And and Mahomes gets fifteen. I mean, he gets 15, which moves... um, Moves the sticks. Yeah, which they're going for the touchdown to go ahead to win the game. Then what happens is, I've seen the most egregious pass interference call I've seen all year. That was next to... I'm not saying it was rape, (laughs) but it was definitely groping. Right. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) And no flag. Is that because the referees got together and said, Hey, man, you shouldn't call that on Mahomes, man. They got 15 yards. So What are you going to do? Oh, let's not call the pass interference fan. Now... I'm going to ask Vegas what they think about that.
0: Okay, now, okay, I'm a little less inclined to defend the NFL referees because they, they're a little more frustrating than the other ones. Because at least the NFL, or sorry, the NHL and the NBA refs, there's, there's a pattern to it, I find. that and, uh, The NFL, meanwhile, it's just like, if the last two minutes of the game, if they want a certain outcome, it seems like they'll get it.
1: Is that the guy behind the curtain? We've all seen the Wizard, the Wizard of Oz. Of Oz yeah. Okay, I'm starting to wonder because here's the reality of the situation. I was talking to these people offline. When I was a kid, as I've mentioned many a times, when I had bet on football games, I bet off the guy from the coffee the truck. truck yeah. Okay, now everything's above board. You can't even get away from bet gambling, pen pal gambling, casino gambling, my mother gambling. Okay, so when you have a play like that, the economics alone is what? How much money? Billions. Billions, so. A B. With a B, so we've all seen that one time on ESPN where they showed the inside of the room at Vegas. This is like next level space shit and whatever. Sure. Where they control every sport from every angle at all times. And they got buttons. I just hope there's not a button in a referee's pocket that goes off and he becomes like a, you know. Um,
0: well, I doubt it's direct. It's probably like to a guy who has a, a line to the referee, you know. We shouldn't be that shouldn't be
1: going on either. That's what I'm saying. So I'm money gambling. Let's just say this: I'm I'm a gambler, but I'm not a big gambler. So let's just talk about tomorrow. Yeah, same here. Okay, so my budget tomorrow will be thirty dollars. I'm going to bet thirty dollars on NFL football. So I'll probably have five two dollar bets and four five dollar bets. Will come up to thing. My average win will be about a hundred bucks. Okay, which is nothing great, but it's more interesting when you're watching the game and you got a little quit on the game, so to yeah. speak. Correct. When I see that pass interference call, I got Kansas City. That's what I'm thinking. I got Kansas City. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, my take on the matter is how much are you not only affecting economics, but you're jacking some fans? Now, it depends on what side of the fence you're on.
0: Absolutely. They could go both ways. That's what I'm
1: saying. And that's what drives me nuts. I want it to be a little cleaner. Right. That's all I'm saying is a little bit cleaner. Can we get back to that? Now, here's the third thing I brought up, and I told you this offline. In the NBA and the NFL, on every play, there's a foul or a penalty. Come on. We all know sure. that. And I do agree that the NBA is uh, the hardest to referee. I really believe it is because of the speed of the game, guys banging, touching, yeah. all that. So let's just talk about Chris Paul last week. We discussed this, yeah, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Since last week, I found out an interesting stat. That the referee, I believe his name is Scott Fletcher. Foster. Foster, Scott Foster. He should never be allowed to referee a game that Chris Paul is in again because now it gets personal. How do we get personal to the referees? Okay, you're going to say, Cruz, what do you mean personal? Do you know what? Chris Paul's record is in the playoffs when Scott Fisher.
0: Foster. Foster.
1: When Scott Foster is playing the games.
0: It was three and seventeen, I believe.
1: Three and seven. Okay, is that a big enough sample size <laughs> to you to say, "Wait a second here"? And what did Chris Paul say at the press conference when he got thrown on? Now, Chris Paul was an idiot for doing it, going as crazy I as agree. was. But I don't think the the bottom line is he wouldn't have done this with any other referee.
0: Maybe he uh, would have chirped. That's that's it's still something he did though. I'm I'm, I'm not buying that defense.
1: Well, I'm still saying three and seventeen. That and he's and he's considered the upper tier of the referees in the NBA, so he's not losing his job. No,
0: absolutely not.
1: He should never ref a playoff game that Chris Paul is in again.
0: Well, that might not be a problem with the Warriors this year.
1: Okay, which is not bothering me at all. <laughs> or not, me? No, again, they got they got bitch slapped nicely by OKC last night. In any event, um, the the um, the one what was I going to say now? Oh, the the final thing that I was going to bring up about this is when you when you have the thing is when it gets personal, weird shit happens. And I'm going to sure. end it on this. Did you see the um, LeBron James and Yuma Kota Houston coach on the sidelines when they both got tacked?
0: That was weird.
1: That's personal. He got into their business, okay? All that happened is the coach said something about LeBron using the B word and LeBron went over and said, what are you calling me? And the ref, now, the jawing between players is part of the game. Sure. Okay, so what does a referee do stepping in? The the ref's already got one tech, so he's going to chill. Okay? You tech the guy and he's out. Why? Because him and LeBron are doing a little trash talking?
0: I don't know. That's something like. I don't know.
1: Okay, do the fans start to see referees?
0: no, of course not. Okay, so what I'm saying no is No one's that wearing a Scott Foster jersey to the game.
1: I never seen one of those ever. So I'm just saying, fans, when you're watching the game out there, not that I'm being cynical, I'm being ultra cynical because I'm starting to say that before it was kind of cloak and dagger but with the event of social media all the outlets, things like we're doing right here, right now, exposes more of the things that we say Vegas is controlling oh, sure. And well, Vegas is not supposed to be controlling things, are they? They're
0: not supposed to be but, uh, and this kind of hits home as a Leafs fan with the whole Wes McCauley uh, oh, Sheldon Keefe backstory. There you go that, backstory. So
1: well, all we're saying here is if every referee in every sport is listening and that's even those that are doing your Humber games, Sure. if we catch that you're doing something personal, I'm going to put you in the doghouse in my backyard where it is muddy and there is no food okay you know what i'm saying anyways that's just our little thing about refereeing and how it affects our games you know what i mean
0: absolutely so uh we can get right into the college football playoffs. so the big story here is that georgia and florida state both got snub spots in the top four
1: okay as we opened with we're talking about fans right okay was florida state not 12
0: and 0 uh i guess 13-0 with that that, uh, conference championship.
1: Last time I checked, they are a Power 5 conference, right? ACC? Yes, it is. So we do have to understand this, and it's going to change next year because they're going to go to 12 teams, which maybe they should only go to 8. I think they're going to 8 next year. No, it's 12. I thought it was 8. It is 12. They're going to 12. Really? Okay. To eliminate all this shit. But in any event, we're talking about the fans. Florida State, people don't understand, this is their comeback like Texas, okay? These are big, big football schools that had a little downturn, but they're coming back in a big way. So, Florida State loses their quarterback. Yeah. Looked horrible against Louisville. Looked horrible against um, Wake Forest, was it? I don't know. The other Still sc-
0: pulled out the wins, though.
1: Pulled out the wins in 12 months. So, the question is, who's making the decision?
0: It's not the fans. No, it's a, they have like a panel that does it, right? Okay, but yeah. but
1: aren't we trying to um, placate the fans when we tell them if your team goes undefeated, you're going to get a shot at the whole game? Well,
0: we also don't want a repeat of the TCU situation from last year where they just got smoked in the finals.
1: Okay, but they that's be-
0: bad for all the fans. Okay,
1: but they did beat my Michigan team, which just was had a horrible game. Everything that was a weird was, game. It was, was weird, but okay, so TCU gets on. I think that what had happened when they were in that room... First of all, what is the probably one of the most iconic sporting venues in college football? I believe it's the Rose Bowl.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay, So who's playing in the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day?
0: Alabama, Michigan. Alabama. And Michigan.
1: Do you not think that the people in the networks are just frothing at the mouth? That is Alabama-Michigan. That's old-school Blue Buds. They're, they're not... Okay, we know Washington's playing Texas, yeah. which, by the way... In the Sugar Bowl in New uh, Orleans. Yeah, which is another huge game, but... And we know the Texas fan base. Okay, so the minutiae of getting in here is so weird because Texas jumped from 7 to 3, yeah. and Alabama went 8 to 4. In my lifetime, I've never seen this happen, but here's the one thing you have to, you have to
0: validate. No SEC team in the tournament that's never happened in the history of the playoffs no no you know what i mean and then like texas they won number one in the big 12 right so
1: yes and they killed oklahoma state but now they say it's strength to schedule do you know that florida state's uh power ranking now is still top six in the country um should they have let them go on and get their ass kicked or should they just make mm. the networks happy and Vegas happy because they got Alabama? I'm, and... I'm happy
0: Alabama's in there. I'm not complaining. Put it that way. Okay, I got three things to say to
1: Alabama, and you know what they are. They're the gospel according to Serge, so I'm not going to say Alabama. I, I do what? Have... I thought you were a Nick Saban. No, I like the way he talks, but if Alabama loses every game every year, I'm good.
0: Really? Yeah, I, did, I, I, I had no idea you, you felt that way, to be honest.
1: I feel that way a lot about a lot of
0: SEC teams
1: because they're always getting... <laughs> who,
0: who else? Let's let's dig into this a little bit. I can't stand LSU. Okay.
1: If they get hit by a bus, I have no problem. Never cheered for Georgia. The only thing Georgia did for me is get me Matt Stafford. Who else is in that conference? I kind of cheer for um, the Mississippi teams because they're always... Yeah, they're having,
0: a little bit more small time compared to the
1: rest. And they battle hard. But here's what happens next year in the SEC. Oklahoma and Texas is joining the SEC. Yeah. Which is making, and USC and UCLA, and I forget else, is coming to the Big Ten. So it's basically boiling down to if you're not part of this, it's like soccer in Europe. You've been elevated to this level of.
0: Yeah, of this play. And
1: everybody else has got to get a kick at the can just to get in the door. You know what I mean? So what do you think? Do you think they did the right thing by leaving Florida State out?
0: I think they're going to give us the best games possible.
1: Well, that's what they're doing, and I and, so, and
0: that's kind of the goal of it, right? Exactly. So I'm going to big,
1: big shout out because we just did a little blurb to start the show on, do we respect the fans? And I think that the fans of Florida State are going, we didn't get any respect here. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, they just
0: get to get to play in some crummy, boring, like meaning, or some boring, meaningless uh, bowl game, right? Well, here's the drag. I, think I don't even know which one they're in. I think this they're year, playing
1: but... Georgia, aren't they? I think it's Florida State and Georgia playing in the Citrus Bowl or something like that.
0: Uh, let me look that up quickly. You might be right. But here's the here's the
1: deal with that. All those guys are sitting down because they're waiting for the draft. Khalid Williams is not playing for USC. I heard. Oh, ne-
0: yeah, you're right. They're both in the Orange Bowl.
1: Is the Orange Bowl? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're in the Orange Bowl. And guess you know how many of those seniors or guys that are going to go to the draft aren't even going to play in the game. Now the no. guys the guys that are. It's lo- a bit a of,
0: bit of a letdown.
1: Huge, because then what are you telling the fans? Now, well, now, like, there's three guys on Florida State that they're saying that possibly could be drafted in the first or second round. So they're not going to play in this game because the game is meaningless to them, but they're going to make a business decision. Sure. You know what I mean? Kelly Williams of USC is making a business, business decision. decision.
0: Can I ask you something, though? Sure. Okay, Like, with, the, with these bowl games, like the, the ones that are like, whatever, like the Fiesta Bowl, let's just say, how do they determine the teams in there? Because, like, Oregon, a number eight seed. They're going up against number 23, Liberty. That's like such a mismatch. You think they put them up with like someone in or around the top ten.
1: Well, that's where they're being hypocritical, because if you notice Liberty's record, they're undefeated.
0: Fair. But okay. like in what conference?
1: Uh, Central
0: USA or whatever?
1: Uh, no, it's the Milani Woodbridge yeah, extravagans.
0: Exactly. Or, you
1: know what I'm saying? But the problem is with that, All those. it's, it's corporately driven. And it's, everybody loves college football, so it's on for the networks. But I really think the problem is it comes back to the fans again. They're not going to get the game that they should be getting because a lot of the guys are going to sit. If you got a chance to be a first or second round draft choice in the NFL, you're not going to play in this. And it goes back to the Will, Willis McGahee thing back in the day yeah. when he got that horrible broken leg on New Year's Day, which affected his career. He was going to be number one pick overall until so he shattered his knee in that game, correct?
0: Yeah, so I mean, I guess... Whatever. You obviously want to see these people succeed, right? So exactly. If, if we get that, I mean, in the long run, you take it. Everybody's playing in the playoffs
1: because they know that all eyes are on them and everybody wants a national championship ring. Mm-hmm. As soon as you're eliminated from the national championship, there's going to be at least a dozen All-Americans that we're not going to see for the rest of the year. They're going to prepare for the combine, sure. which is two months is, away. Yeah. In any event, I do think we should. we have two great games, and I'm just going to say one thing. Everybody's talking about Nick Saban and Jim Harbaugh, like that's a problem. Is either of those guys going to be on the field playing?
0: <laughs> I don't believe so. Okay, so How every, old's Nick Saban?
1: <laughs> like, oh, he's in his 70s. Yeah. Okay, but this is this is what also as a fan I kind of get weirded out about. They're talking about Harbaugh and they're talking about Harbaugh, Harbaugh and Saban. i never seen any of those guys. I, know I seen Saban throw a pass back. I mean, Harbaugh back in the day. Cause he sure, he's Michigan, quarterback. I'm saying now. Are either one of those guys getting on the field?
0: Yeah, don't believe so.
1: The press in Vegas are two worst enemies, I'm starting to believe. You know what I mean? We'll end it at that. Good luck in the playoffs next week. It's not till January 1st anyway,
0: correct? You both are on January 1st, and the national championship game is a week later on January 8th.
1: And I hope I'm still not back to work, and if Michigan's in the national championship,
0: whoa, go blue, baby! Go blue. Uh, we'll take it to... The PWHL, so this something we forgot to shout out last week. That's my bad, actually. But uh, the PWHL, they announced their schedule. The season will begin January 1st here in Toronto with uh, New York and Toronto playing at Matami Athletic Centre, which is going to be the Toronto home rink. Toronto sold out their season tickets in two days. Amazing. Amazing. Are we going to go to a game? I would like to. I'm starting to think we're, we might have trouble getting tickets. Okay,
1: but we're going to check it out. Where are they playing again? Rico?
0: Mattamy, which is uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. Oh, yeah,
1: Maple Leaf Gardens, yeah. yeah. I believe
0: the rink's like uh, the upstairs from the Loblaws.
1: Yeah, something like that. I yeah. heard it's cool setup. But maybe we'll go down and go check it out. I would love to. Um, big shout out to the Girls League for getting that. I think there's some corporate money behind it. But in this day of sports, if you don't have a little corporate I, behind, I don't
0: know about the corporate money, to be honest. So you just
1: think the average fan just? Well, ran it's against? it's a
0: small rink.
1: Agree. Don't forget, right? Fifty-five hundred, I think, right? Yeah, if that. I think it's fifty-five. I could be mistaken. We could look it up. In any event, the um, I think it's amazing, absolutely amazing, considering uh, where we got with the WNBA. We could do the same thing in
0: hockey, don't you think? I mean, I think we could do better than the, the, the WNBA. oh maybe the quality will be good too. And that's then, what, that's what I'm hoping, and I mean, like, I was I was thinking about the league and like where they kind of stand and like Toronto, Montreal, Minnesota, Boston those have to be like the pillar franchises 100%. of the league 100% because like Ottawa and New York have I mean New York's going to I think they're going to be okay just because of numbers right Yes exactly uh and that but Ottawa's kind of a little bit of a wild card but I'd say so
1: if the Senators aren't winning what do we got
0: Yeah I mean I know why they want to be in Ottawa cuz it's the nation's capital got and all you. but Oh okay and it's uh 3850 Seats
1: okay, still yeah. that, that that's that's a nice comfortable little thing.
0: I imagine like two thousand of those are season tickets.
1: Probably, they will be have to be a walk-up. Congratulations though. Yeah. To, and what's their and what's their uh, their handle? The Toronto it's, what?
0: It's rumored it's the Toronto Towers. They haven't made official announcement yet. That's a for the horrible
1: teams. name.
0: I hope they It's d- all it's all just rumor right now. There hasn't been any and none of the teams have officially announced their names yet. I imagine during the holidays they're going to make it like a big thing.
1: Are oh, you think that they're going to go with the uh blue and white motif or a red and white? They are.
0: It's like a light blue. But uh, yeah. oh,
1: don't tell me it's blue jay blue, like that color.
0: <laughs> it's a little darker than that. It's not quite uh, pajama like. That's, that's good. That I think it
1: should be compatible to the, to your beloved Toronto Maple Leafs. I think that they should have colors along that line. Don't you it's, think?
0: Whatever. It's close enough. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, you should go with royal blue and stuff. Blah blah blah. Shana I will. Blue, like- you know
1: how I think about uniforms. You're a Montreal fan.
0: Okay, Let's well, get out of here. <laughs>
1: I just have a thing with some of the uniforms, but we'll get to that. Oh,
0: no, really?
2: Congratulations,
1: though, to the to the uh, Women's Professional Hockey League and selling out in Toronto, which just sh- verifies the fact that we are a big league city. But we'll get to that. Oh, in a I said
0: Toronto is the mecca of hockey. Everyone, even though people don't want to admit it, it's I know true. There,
1: there's a different. There's a different. Uh, there might be somebody that have some opposition in Montreal. And as a disciple of the Habs, I'm still not going to argue with that because I live in Toronto. The
0: league office isn't in Montreal anymore. We have league stuff in here. We have the Hall of Fame here.
1: Oh, no, I'm not arguing it. The fan base across the country. So then if you're so big and you're so great, why do you keep freaking blacking out Habs games in our area?
0: That's a Montreal problem. You know
1: what they blacked out the other night too, which I was shocked? The Vancouver... uh, who did Vancouver play to and lose? It was a great game the other
0: night. Oh yeah, the, the, all the like yeah, those games the are like game, out. The Hughes,
1: yeah. the Hughes, the when Jersey played
0: Vancouver. Cuz that's regional coverage for Vancouver.
1: They blacked it out here.
0: Yeah. So, Cuz regional coverage for them. So that's they how, said we're, we're t- Toronto they don't get, get, they, don't get they don't get they uh, don't get Toronto regional games there. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think blackouts, like, they, they should be a thing of the past soon. I hope they are, but...
1: So you're telling me if the Leafs are playing on Tuesday night and you turn on your TV in Vancouver, you'll have if to it's buy a, re- a
0: package? Yeah, if it's a regional... If it's a national game, different story. Like, all, obviously, I'll the Hockey Night Canyon... Sportsnet games Canada.
1: go on, but if it's on TSN, they're the No, Blackout no, even,
0: there's even some regional games on Sportsnet. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, Wednesday, Monday, and Saturday are, like, the national nights, but every other game is... Uh, Regional broadcast.
1: Okay, Sportsnet, TSN Think of the fans. This show is all about and, the fans. Well, today. Th-
0: this is a league problem because, yeah, like, I'd say yeah. so
1: because I turned it on. Like, fortunately, because this is
0: like, across the league. Every team basically has this. I, this is the, again league mandate. Oh man,
1: but you know what it is. And I think I, I
0: think in my lifetime though, these uh, regional blackouts are going to be gone. I don't know
1: if I'll live that long. The bottom I line you know. is here's the other. Here's a great juxtaposition. And I shouldn't say this, and you know it. I got a box. Okay. And on that box, I'm finding the have games on other networks, finally. <laughs> like on the pay per views and stuff yeah. like that. The other night after I talked to you, it took me a while, but I found LA and Montreal, which I wasn't happy with the game. But the fact that I found the game, and I was shocked when I, because I thought the Hughes brothers, Vancouver, why couldn't that be national? Because they're American kids. Like that's three brothers playing in the game. I think
0: sometimes it just works out to like it's on this night, that's not a national night. Just sucks.
1: Anyways, I found the game. and It was a great game. It was a 6-5 game.
0: But yet, we'll continue it was. Uh We'll take it from the beginning of one league to the end of one's career. Big shout-out, big, big, big shout-out to Canadian sports royalty. Christine Sinclair playing her final game for the national squad. Uh, the all-time leading scorer, 190 goals. I was looking at the leaderboard. She's going to hold on to that record for a long time by the looks of it.
1: I believe so, too. She's had a long career. Isn't she late, in her late 30s?
0: I, I 39, I believe.
1: Okay. Anyway, I want to have a huge shout-out to Scotty Barnes Before he started the game, he came on the court in a Christine Sinclair. Yeah. So that means he's Toronto, Canada. Oh, she's 40, by the way. Excuse 40. me. God bless her. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's a huge shout-out when a guy like Scotty Burns... Puts on a national team jersey with St. Clair in the back. I was just ecstatic. I I meant to mention that last week, but big shout out to Scotty Barnes. Um, uh, Congratulations to Christine St. Clair, but I got one little caveat I want to throw in there. Do you think she's leaving the organization happy?
0: Probably not. (laughs) And why wouldn't she be happy? Upper management, sir.
1: Do do you think she got a payout in that deal whenever all the chaos went on?
0: Uh, there was a rumored payout. I am not so sure that I haven't done a deep dive into that. Okay, so we
1: know what the catastrophe was, which was the World Cup performance. Yes. Okay. After an Olympic after an Olympic gold win. Okay, so I don't want to rain on Christine Sinclair because I think it'd be generations before we have a player of her caliber again. However, when this shit hit the fan, she was one of the loudest. And then when they went back to play, we didn't hear so much from her and a couple of the upper echelon players. We heard from the lower yeah. ones, which leaves me to believe that money changes everything. Sure, you know what I mean. Sure. So well, let's hope- not
0: leave that in a sour note, though. I mean, Christine at like, she's up there with you know the Wayne Gretzky's, the Kelly yes, are yes, here yes. in Canada. If someone
1: said top ten all-time sports athletes in Canada, he started at number ten as Christine Sinclair I can live with that.
0: Maybe even higher. Maybe even higher. All-time. Women's leading goal scorer internationally. Come on, that's that's huge. That's huge.
1: Mega to the average fan like me who doesn't watch enough soccer. That's incredible. Big shout out. Big, big shout out from the House That Happens. I hope you have a... Whatever you're doing after soccer is just as successful as you did on the field.
0: I hope she comes back to Soccer Canada. I hope she does too. In some sort of role. Whatever it is, whether it's coaching or management or... I don't believe it'll be tomorrow. I don't believe so either. But, you know, give it a... Time heals all. Time heals all. Sometimes. Sometimes okay. In this case I think it will Okay uh, Let's Actually I didn't want to just do A quick little shout out So we've all seen the pictures Of a Brock Lesnar's daughter She's a shot putter For a Colorado State I believe I think it is
1: uh, Genetics yeah. <laughs> Genetics <laughs> Okay All genetics If you have not seen This beautiful human being Okay mm-hmm. First of all We all know Who Brock Lesnar is Absolutely Small boy. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
1: I just, what's her name again? I forget her name. Um, uh, I, I looked it up. Now I forget it. In any event, I will give it genetics, but there's a lot of work to put into a body. Oh,
0: absolutely. Like,
1: I'm just saying, I'm not saying that anybody knows. Maya
0: Lesnar is her okay, name. Okay,
1: Maya. In any event, we all remember the famous Earl Campbell calves from one of the greatest running back. Of all times. I can only say that she's got Earl Campbell light thighs. See sure. That, do you see that woman? She's built like the proverbial brick shit house, you know. And she's winning.
0: Absolutely. And
1: she's winning. You know what I mean? I wonder if they're going to um, find some kind of marketing tool that will get her into the mainstream somehow. I wouldn't doubt it. I'm not doubting it either. I mean, she's got the appeal. She's got the genetics. She's got yep. the old man. You know what I mean? Could this be, like, in another way, like... Uh, is he still living in Winnipeg? I believe so. I believe so. Um, this is kind of reminding me of, like, when I first heard about um, who I think was a complete fraud, um, Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. Because remember, she started... When she first raised her head, it was, like, a Brock... Le- Myla Lesnar thing, but she was a judo champ or whatever it was. Yeah, she
0: was. she had a background uh, in a judo. judo. I believe she has an Olympic gold medal.
1: I think so. In any event... um, I hope it, she doesn't go down the fraudulent lines of uh, Randa Rousey, because I just think she was a marketing thing that went left. Sure. Because, you know, I didn't think she had any great talent in that. Well, in, she in was
0: uh, undefeated in a weak division, right? She, bought, she, she fought
1: girls that my dog could <laughs> knock over, okay? She fought a real good, and you know what it is, why it's marketing is, where is she right now? She's a heel in the WWE, so yep. you can't knock her for the marketing. I hope we see Brock Lesnar's Milo Lesnar. I have a feeling someday, somewhere, somehow, we will see her on a SummerSlam or a what something the, or other or something. <laughs> Big shout no out to her. Guy, Big but. shout out to her in the genetic factory. Absolutely. You know what I mean. What, what's your um, what's the couple that you said just? Are um, getting married. We showed it out to Rob you. Robin Jess. Robin Jess, I hope you guys got good genetics. <laughs> Get yourself a kid It's going to make you some money. That's <laughs> for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, and of course, let's not beat around the bush here. We all know what the big story in Toronto is right now. One, Shohei Otani.
1: Oh, I thought it was Kikuchi having a party at a sushi bar. Last they just night.
0: shut down the uh, the sushi restaurant for a uh, dinner for fifty. Yes, apparently,
1: yes, um, for his wife, I believe it was. Yeah, something like that, which is great. Um, by the way. First thing I want to say, I want to shout out to, and I'm liking him more and more as time goes on, my, my favorite thing, bland, polite, and a little bit cranky, so you know the crew I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to say.
1: Okay, but anyways, Mr. Brian Hayes said something that was so pertinent that I had to agree. First of all, he tried to, to point out, which I said to you last week, this is going to be the biggest signing in the history of Canada if this goes down.
0: Which, uh, upon further review, I agree with. Okay. Okay. Or Because like I just want to put in perspective Because like What would even like Come close Nothing Kawhi Well th- That was a trade Oh that was a trade Even okay. Jovinko That was technically right. A You're sale right. trade Whatever right. it was So like Tavares Not is, even the same galaxy But th- that's The, the closest you People in
1: Omaha Don't know who John Tavares is People, People in have, Omaha
0: probably don't know who Shohei Ohtani is. Oh yeah, is, to they be
1: do. He, I think they know him. I like, don't know.
0: He, he's an like, okay, but like, but but, but we're talking Toronto. Here. I don't care what Omaha thinks. Biggest a,
1: in Toronto by far.
0: Can't yeah. even be touched on if no you're, level. If you're going like uh, pound for pound kind of level, you could argue maybe like Doug Flutie coming to the Argos. Ah, no, stop! I'm it. just saying. It's not I'm, even oh, close. You're I'm just not saying because I'm, I'm struggling to even think of things are even close. Keep Struggling, right? Keep struggling, Diggy, go, go get into because t- the Raptors have never had a big free agent signing. No. You reach into that
1: tickle trunk over there and pull something out that's even compatible. No, man, you're talking CFL, you're talking MLB. I'm
0: just saying, like, pound for like level to level, like apples to apples comparison, right? To those listening to the
1: house, that happens. We're going to delete that he even thought about oh Doug God. Flutie
0: and Joey
1: Otani in the same sentence. You should know better than I'm just that. saying, pound, I'm calling like your mom for, uh,
0: apples for apples. Stop I'm saying, it. Doug Flutie, greatest Ohtani, CFL not player he, in history. I'm not saying in the great uh, that's what I'm okay. It's Joey, great, he's had that thrown around. Greatest baseball player. Rudy.
1: Greatest Show NFL player time. of all time. Who's selling Viagra in the car listening to Jimmy Buffett. And Otani, who we don't even know where he is right now. Come on. Don't even go there. This is the biggest signing in the history. If it goes down or, as Mr. Hayes has said, and this is what I mentioned to you, and I'm starting to believe it. If it's not the biggest signing in the history of Toronto, it's the biggest troll job in the history of, <laughs> of Toronto.
0: You know what I mean? Like, there's. I don't know. (laughs) Bigger than the Kauai troll drop? I don't know. Oh no, this is
1: bigger than that. I know they had the helicopter Uh, coming.
0: in. That was Kauai mania that summer, though. That was insane. Agreed, but this. I don't think this is close. Or like, sorry, it's not as close. I should say.
1: Okay, they weren't tracking his plane. They do. They did say there wasn't like
0: the fucking like hundreds of people like just slamming their way into the hotel just to catch a glimpse at Kauai. I don't see this happening here. No, because we don't know where Otani is. Do you think it would happen, though?
1: I don't know. I don't
0: think there'd be that level of mania. For Otani? Yeah.
1: Oh, I think it is. They said Pearson went nuts when that, when Morosi, who asked to backtrack today, one of the biggest... I heard, well, did. he
0: did backtrack.
1: Yeah, well, what was his source? What did he say? I didn't hear the backtrack. I feel sorry for the no, guy. No, he
0: put out something, I believe, last night. Oh, he did? Yeah.
1: Okay, because anyway, that Nightingale guy, who's another his source who's been failure, he was the one that said, no, man, Otani's in California. And then you felt the the balloon going. But there was mayhem at Pearson yesterday. There was extra security. And there was a lot of activity going on because people that were attached to the airport were actually calling people and saying, something's going on here Mm. because there was an extra level, a heightened awareness in the security
0: customs. But was that media or like average? People on the ground were
1: shouting in like, I went to work today and I was told this. Which is extraordinary when they go to work. They usually don't get these instructions. And that was reported on multiple because I was one of those clowns with my multi TV setup. I had on three sources going, I wonder what's going to happen while I was watching the outlaw Josie Wales at the same time. Okay, because I was just waiting. And the frenzy, I've never seen a frenzy like this for a guy, which it should be because this is Otani. He's a generational player, iconic. If he comes to Toronto, wow. Now, What we should be talking about, if he comes or not, because what we should do is we should segue into this a bit. I really believe uh, Otani's going to be here because I've been watching a lot of MLB networks, and guys were saying two years ago, when they were talking about two years ago, he was telling some Asian players that the favorite city he had been to since coming to the major leagues was Toronto. Hmm. He's got a weird connection with Kikuchi.
0: Yeah, they're kind of buddies.
1: Yeah, like in a weird way, not the best of friends, but they have a connection. Which is, here's where the domino falls. If Otani signs here with the help of Kikuchi, he should get two more years on his contract automatically sure. right away. But here is the wild card. Do you know who Yama, the Korean guy, what's his name? Um, Yamamoto, a okay. out there? He'll come to Toronto.
0: You think he'll come with Otani?
1: I think that the Otani's got enough freaking cachet that he'll be saying hey this look at let's look at it this way the yanks can all go to hell okay every american broadcaster especially in the northeastern united states we got three things to say to them the soto thing in new york which we'll get to in a second is huge but they're blowing this off just because it's north of the border and i think that's disrespectful on all levels people don't like the smart people like if you ever hear my, my my buddy michael wilbon he says toronto is his favorite city That's huge from a broadcaster Mm -hmm. on his level. Shaq comes to um, Carabana every year. Charles Barkley's on record saying some of his favorite restaurants in North America are in Toronto. We have the diversity. We have a high population. We have a crime issue, but we're not New York, Houston, Chicago, or Miami. That,
0: That comes with any big metropolitan area, though.
1: Okay, so do you think he could live privately in frickin' Forest Hills and we'll never see him? Sure. Ma- Austin Matthews seems to keep a pretty low profile in this city, consider he is the number one. Is he the number one sports celebrity in Toronto right now? Austin uh, I would say so. Okay, so yeah. Otani will eclipse him because he's bigger than Vladdy. Yeah, he's up yeah. there. Okay, I agree. So on. Austin Matthews seems to find his uh, copacetic groove here in Toronto. So I can't Otani. Yeah, you know what I mean. What do you think of his signing? Biggest signing of all time. What do you think the fan base is going to say? Isn't this nuts?
0: I think the fan base would explode. That's what I'm waiting for. And you know
1: what I did discover about this? He did go to Dunheaton. Yeah. I did not know this about the Toronto Blue Jays, which is great. Dunheaton is now state of the art. There is no facility in the major leagues, baseball, that are as fine as Dunheaton. Now, I heard they redid it. But when I seen the tour, when they were showing what's going on in Dunning, because what do we care about Dunning? It's freaking preseason. It's exhibition. It's well, that's like.
0: a what, but don't forget, a lot of guys get sent there on conditioning stints, right? That's so they better what, you, you, have top-of-the-line equipment.
1: Top-of-the-line everything. Top-of-the-line catering. Yeah. But uh, because that's the point with the Rogers and the Blue Jays are trying to show players, we care. Yeah. We've, we've, we've provided this facility.
0: Well, that was a big thing. I can't remember if it was like the end of the Anthopolis era, the beginning of uh, – the shatkins era where like they, they really like want to pump a lot of money into like the sports science which stuff they did here. yeah which
1: they did because they said toronto was less than like dunedin was like um uh lake lake uh lake whatever it is for the tigers like these facilities were good for henry Aaron and willie mays and Mickey Mantle, So I guess they had to do a little upgrade to doing that. But we do hope that Otani's here. We're getting a little tired of it. I still think we're the front runners due to what Toronto has to represent. He's an international icon. Yes, he is. Okay, and Toronto is an international city known that way around the world. I think it's a match made in heaven.
0: I think there's a West Coast city that also has a pretty good argument. To be okay, made, can though.
1: I say to them, guys, Dodgers, eat my shorts. I'm sick of you guys, too. But, which leads me to believe, if we don't sign Otani, what's going on with the Blue Jays? We'll just handle this really quick. What's going on with the Blue Jays? So, that means we had a bag load of money that we were committed to because the number was $500 million and I heard Toronto put it to $600 million. Okay. Okay, so we'll accept the $600 million thing. What I'm saying is this, and we fail with Otani, there's a little team down in New York State who have an iconic tradition called the New York Yankees. you see what they've done in the last week? They
0: just added uh, Soto, Juan Soto, in a big seven-player blockbuster this week from the Padres.
1: Not only that, they got Verdugo from Boston, which shocked me. Oh, yeah, that's right. So now look at the outfield on the Yankees compared to last year. And not only that, here's the kicker. The Grisham guy that they threw in, San Diego, they think he's a throw-in? Uh-uh. He's Versho Light. He's one of the best defensive uh, outfielders in the game. So not only that, the Yankees have that guy that can come in late in the game to cover defensively for that guy that's not there. Not only that, the Yankees have signed three relievers, and they got a bunch of young kids that are going to have their next year better We've got the Baltimore Orioles. Well, they, they hope they're,
0: it's going to be next year better. It doesn't always work out like that.
1: I think their shortstop. What's his name, Volpe or whatever? Yeah. I think he's going to have a breakout year. He looked pretty good last year. So my point is this. Baltimore is already the defending champion of the Eastern Division. Uh, the Yankees have made some moves, and they're not done. Because once the Otani comes down, do you see the list of outfielders and the list of receiver uh, relievers, relievers that are left? We already lost Simber. and. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm not saying, but our bullpen is shaky. Now, if we don't spend this money on Otani, I think we should throw we should t- put, throw caution to the wind. We should pick up the three. Re- There's three relievers that could get you money. We let Rodriguez go f- from Detroit. I mentioned that was a guy we should take a shot at. Right. Let's go take a shot at Montgomery, because we're not going to be on the Soto thing when we talk about the trade no, that no. could be done. I'm going to keep it there. Let's go after Montgomery and Texas, put the money into those outfield, into the relievers, and get Bellinger. And here's the biggest thing I'm going to say in the show today, and you could like it or not. Let's re-sign Lourdes Gurriel so that we can say that we are not afraid to say we made a mistake.
0: I would love for that to happen, but I think uh, we may not be afraid, but uh, the guys upstairs might be.
1: What did your mother tell you when she was growing up, Andrew? You made a mistake, but that's okay. It's a lesson learned. You will be better. Did you ever hear that from your mom? Sure. I've heard it a few times because I made a few mistakes. Okay, along the way. Why can't they just put pride in their back pocket? You know what You know what Marcellus Wallace said? That's pride fucking with you. Okay, put that pride away. Because what's going on here is Guriel would fit in on this team. Because Kermire isn't signed yet, is he?
0: He's not coming back.
1: Okay, so if he's not coming. show
0: is going to be our center fielder.
1: Okay, and we still got Springer, so we need another outfielder. We got a couple guys around, but no man.
0: Well, I'd rather go after Bellinger.
1: I would too. So just throw him the book. But why can't sign them both?
0: Uh, well, you have, t- gonna, you have too many guys. Then they're we, all going to want to play.
1: Well, we got a D. We got a DH. Who's going? Well, DH? isn't that
0: going to be Otani?
1: If we don't sign
0: Otani, okay. Well, we? like let's 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 stay optimistic. I think he's
1: coming to Toronto.
0: Gurriel would be a nice fallback option, I think.
1: Oh, all of them would be, but I just want to say that because we got to keep moving here on the Toronto segment. Ross Atkins and Shapiro have always been bean counters, okay, from their history in Cleveland yeah, yeah. to Toronto. Now they've got an open book in Toronto with the Rogers money. How can you go on MLB Network? Ross Akins, I heard Atkins. it. Atkins, I heard him saying the value of Virgil and Kirk and what they contribute to the team. That was a joke. That was oh, Kirk Kurt, Kurt did hit twenty home runs, didn't he? End mm-hmm. up hitting twenty.
0: I don't think he hit twenty, but he did have a good second half of the season. He
1: had a mediocre to mid
0: uh, Virgil, one of the best defensive catchers in baseball this year,
1: and so Virgil is one of the biggest defensive outfielders Outfielders. what did they do for me lately at the plate (laughs) that was the problem so when akins is on national tv talking shit to a panel of expert and analysts on mlb network when akins walked off the podium you know what they said that was a joke (laughs) They basically said the guy was a joke. Okay, they didn't say it that way because right. they articulated it in a rather polite manner. It was a joke. I, I was just saying, because I felt like saying, shut up. I'm from Toronto. Right. I know what's going on. I watch them every day, and you're trying to feed that. Our fan base had to listen to that. You better get Otani, buddy. Okay. You better get Otani. Next.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll move on to the NBA. So, what, what, have, what have we learned from the in season tournament? Marketing is key. Marketing won. Adam Silver has won. Let's put it this way. Once again, I'm watching too many sports
1: shows, and I'm not a fan of the in-season tournament. You know that. I just think it's a marketing bill. But you're watching. Well, that's because, they, what do we say? You know, this is for the fans. And we're talking about this show we want to shout out to all our fans and all fans that watch sports. It's about fans, okay, because guess what's happening? When you seen Indiana and the Celtics the other night, did you see the crowd? Yeah. That's an, That's a first week of December crowd. That was absolutely pandemonium. And guess what? When you add a half a million dollars to you and I, that's an empire. Sure. Okay? But the guy at the end of the bench, there's a 12-man rotation in the NBA, and all players and coaches of the winning team get half a million dollars. Money changes everything. It sure does. Okay, so let's just tell the truth. I hate the courts. You know that. The scheduling is brutal. How they schedule it in, like, all the reason you know is when you turn on your TVs, oh, yeah, th- there's the floor. I don't it's think the scheduling
0: re- is as big of a deal as you think it is. Should have been tighter.
1: Should have been tighter.
0: Like, how could the— I'm sure it's a lot more complex than that, though. Okay,
1: so here's two things that I don't get. Teams were eliminated before Toronto even played
0: a game. Okay.
1: That's weird. So how do I get any continuity?
0: What do you mean? It, that's how sports is like that anyways, though. Like, where you have teams that don't have pl- like enough or, or as many games played as others, and then other teams are already eliminated from playoff contention. That's sports. So that's how it is here in North America.
1: This is the beginning of the season. This okay, is the last it's a different month. Okay, thi- but
0: it's a different thing. This European is an in-season tournament. they're. That's the model that they're going after.
1: 100%. And so now they're going against differentials, which is bullshit. they got to change the differential because, okay. No, that,
0: I don't think there's a problem with that.
1: Why not? Guys know the game's over. They go sit down. Well, let's keep running it up. Why so nobody's trying. It's
0: a playoff game, essentially, Okay. where, like, this counts as a tiebreaker. Okay,
1: so one night. You, know, you see
0: this happening in international tournaments. What, a few NBA guys got a few feelings hurt? Shut the fuck up and sit down. Okay,
1: I agree. But if that's your thing, then you know. you know, I, And that's a good – I like that, what you said. <laughs> I'll, I'll go there. But here's what I'm saying. It means, like, you're taken away from the fans now but in this respect. Okay, these guys going, okay – Three minutes left, we're down by fifteen. Those guys are taking the rest, they're making a business decision. Yes. Okay? And the other business is going, well, if they're not trying, we're gonna run it up. Because we need the point differential. So who have you disrespected? The fans. You're not trying. uh, Not your own fans. well, all depends where okay, so with the other fans, some fan is getting his toes stepped okay,
0: up. Okay, well they're being disrespected by their own team getting blown out that night. They should have played better. Some nights in hockey you're gonna lose seven one. Absolutely. Okay,
1: so those games happen, but when they become for something like an in season tournament like this, I think that the value there should be some kind of other value thing. I think they're gonna change it. They're gonna tighten it up. Because guess well, what? Adam Silver done. Adam Silver is winning. Are you gonna watch the game tonight in Vegas?
0: Uh, if I would like to,
1: I got the PVR running because here's the big thing about this: the key to it, and we have to shout out to him in so many ways, is the King has spoken. LeBron James wants that first oh, trophy. Yeah. That's something Michael Jordan will never have. Sure. Okay. Did you notice that when their record that um, the Lakers were blown out twice in the last two weeks? Right. Never lost an in season nope. tournament game. And when they got blown out, there was no point differential concern in those games. You know what I'm getting at here? There's a little bit, there's a crack in the Ming Vaz. That's what I'm saying. So I think it needs to be tightened up. Did it generate the sporting, more interest in the sport? Sure.
0: Yep. Did it get Ratings more? Ratings are up for these in season tournament games. Ratings
1: up, sure. Uh, are people going to go out and buy some of those funky, ugly uniforms? Sure. sure. But. I'm still saying it was a gimmick that worked and I gotta say this, this is the honest to God truth and it it hit home to me in this way. The panel on NBA TV, uh, which was great, they actually connected the TNT guys with the ESPN guys, great television by the way, but my boy, and you know I keep bringing him up, Michael Wilbon sat on that uh, panel and said, what a joke, this is marketing, this is this and you guys won. And his final answer said, I'm old. I don't give a shit about any of this stuff. And I'm sitting on my couch going, yeah, I'm old. I don't give a shit about this stuff. So there's definitely a demographic that I'm eliminated from. Like, do you think anything in the in-season tournament, except for the quality of the games near the end, which I'm going to there? You've heard me talk about this. Do you think it affected me in any way?
0: What do you mean it affected you?
1: I couldn't give a shit. What did I say about it? And I almost insulted Lego. I don't apologize to Lego, because I said it's a Lego thing. So, what I'm trying to say is, you have to understand this, guys, and everybody that knows me that if you're, if you're over sixty years old, nobody gives a shit about us anymore.
0: We're already you're not the you're not the we're we're left the, out. Yeah, you're not the demographic that's spending money.
1: No, I do. I went to not a, as much as the. Do you see what I'm wearing? Can you tell people what I wear? And that's I well, that's,
0: an, that's an old shirt, sir. It's about ten years old. But still, I bought this. The point is it's like the eighteen to like thirty five demographic. 40, eighteen 18 to, four. to four. They're they're the ones that are the big spenders. Okay. That's who like the mark that's who the advertising people are going to. Okay,
1: and then you got the next crew that's forty to sixty because in this way a lot of those guys have got kids that are starting to come into their teenage years or grandchildren, which should be me. And so you're you they're gonna try to get them to buy the gear for the fans that are coming on but my point is this i'm already gonna watch they own me
0: exactly they
1: own me so i should just shut the fuck up is what i have to do i it, don't it, want to it pisses me off and it's been
0: some great basketball here in the especially in the knockout stages oh, let's be real
1: i've I watched all the games i'm guilty so i'm sounding like a hypocrite <laughs> but i'm a basketball fan some of the quality and, of games have been brutal
0: and you, so. uh, yeah there's been some lopsided ones yeah. but I, I will say I do like the floor in Vegas. I think they oh, should that's s- the best one. I think yeah, like I think I, I think I made this clear the last show where just have the stripe down the middle for like every other team, but then the one in Vegas, that's when you have like the blue and red, like yeah. the the f- the funky one. I
1: think it's the best looking floor of them all too. I think Raptors came in pretty close, but a lot sure. of them were just bad. Brutal. Uh, the bottom line is, it's going to be a huge game tonight. Um, in in it's a, it's it's historic game.
0: L.A. versus Indiana. We should preface that.
1: Yes, it is. And Adam Silver won. When you think about yeah. it, like everything every, oh,
0: marketing won. Like you know, when you see that court, you're like ah, immediately clicks in season tournament.
1: Exactly. It didn't click with me, in the beginning, but I think this time next year when it's going to come up, I think it's going to be like I said. I'm an old man. Get off my lawn. Shut up. Okay. So I have to accept that. Yeah. You know. So no matter what I say, like they don't. They, they don't. They own me. I went to a Raptor game last week. You know what I mean? I buy sports packages. Mm -hmm. I buy sports paraphernalia. They own me. So anything I sound like is a grumpy old man. Sure. That's what it is.
0: I I, I mean, the good news is it doesn't sound like we're – I guess the good news for you is that the NHL doesn't seem to be budging on their stance of not having an in-season tournament.
1: Except for Batman's buddies with Silver.
0: No, but like he's holds firm. is like we're not interested. Not I think interested. we shouldn't
1: either. We're hockey. It's completely. Mind you though. Like
0: it's funny. Like Jamie Stop Ben it. was asked about it and he's like Stop what's it. the point? It's like, buddy, if someone's offering you like a quarter or half a million dollars for winning a tournament, I think you'd feel a little different.
1: That's the that's the kicker. Yeah. That's the kicker is the money. And I think that the money's gonna go up next year.
0: It should as it should. Uh, I
1: think it's good because the ratings and everything and the money that they made, I think next Why not? year it'll be like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to win the thing.
0: I yeah, I don't think it'll be long before it'll be like a mill. Oh, mean, yeah, that yeah. that's coming too. So that's all we're gonna talk
1: about. But before we go on the basketball uh, um, thing, I just um, someone wanted me to say this because I've had a number of people saying about the basketball first thing. First thing, I think if the Toronto Raptors do not get a big man soon, we're done. I hate to say I it, in our season's season. The, the Charlotte, Even, sorry, the Charlotte game last night was sloppy, brutal.
0: Ugh, we shot eighteen percent from three. The more of the same, we're used to that. Uh, and we almost won the game.
1: Stay in Despite, the Despite,
0: like, the the first half was terrible. Oh, they were sloppy AF.
1: It was hard to watch.
0: It was. Yep. I, I had to go upstairs and, like, make the, the promo for the podcast. Was like, I don't think I'm missing much here. No, you didn't. They ended up making it a game, but.
1: So, anyways, we'll we have a lot to talk about basketball there, yeah. but. I, I just
0: I, want to say my two cents about the Raptors. Like, okay. even if we do back our way, back to our way into the play-in, we're going to get smacked Sodomy. in that first game. Sodomy. We're not going to win a playoff game. I
1: don't think we are either, and it's very sad. It breaks my heart. But anyway, someone said to me, and I've been asked by two or three people, including my son, Zach. I'm going to say it on the air right now so everybody knows. First of all, LeBron James is one in a million. He's turning 39 next mm-hmm. week. This guy, let's, let's, whatever you think of LeBron James, keep watching him because you don't get this in your whole lifetime. I'm telling you this. I'm old. LeBron is unbelievable for what he's doing. But there's another generation coming in, and people keep asking me, Cruz, you're such a big basketball fan. Who are your five, three or four or five favorite players in the NBA right now? Well, one of my guys is not playing right now, so we won't bring up his name because I get flack for that. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. He'll be back next week. So I'm going to put it on record. The guys that I think are the best guys in the NBA right now that appeal to me Number one, Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are in first place. Yeah. Number two, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who... Oh, my God, you butchered that name. I always say it wrong. Shea Shea
0: Gilgis-Alexander. Whatever.
1: We know who he is. He is number two, and DeAndre Fox of the Sacramento Kings. Okay. Those are the three guys. I'd like to throw in LaMelo, but the guy's injured again. Down in Charlotte, yeah. those boys just can't stay on the court. But for on the record now at the house that happens, we have just said we know my favorite is in the next three. Please keep your eyes on Anthony Edwards. The guy's a superstar. DeAndre Fox is just something to watch. He's amazing. And Shea is our Canadian boy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So keep watching basketball, guys. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah,
0: looking forward to that uh, final game tonight, Lakers. Pacers, Vegas, what's not to like? I was hoping
1: that the, the Lakers and the Warriors weren't going to get in because here's what happens when we're talking. Can we talk about referees? We have to reference one thing.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. So that end of the uh, Lakers-Phoenix game, the uh, The timeout call when uh, the ball was loose. He had it in his hands for a nanosecond. And then it fell out But just LeBron, as fast. LeBron
1: had his timeout. Like, you know what, the slow-mo, like they couldn't get the angle. Did the timeout when the ball hand hand out, ball out? I'm going to ask Vegas what they think. Let's ask Vegas. Was it a timeout <laughs> or was it not?
0: Uh, I Better, Vegas. The NBA, I, I think, wanted say, Vegas let's in the ask final.
1: ESPN and TNT who they wanted on that timeout.
0: It was brutal. Oh, by the way, shout out. I got to shout out Brian. Uh, he's one of the drivers that we have at work. He asked me on Tuesday who I thought was going to win the season tournament. I said, honestly, probably the Lakers. And he looked at me like I had a second head growing out. What is he saying now? <laughs> I, I let him know yesterday I'm like, Brian, I gotta I gotta shout you I gotta put you out there on the podcast for what you said. There you go. He's but, like not
1: the Celtics, I'm like, I don't know. What, listen, the game still has to be played. And this Halliburton Mal saying, Oh, Indiana
0: we is pay, playing spectacular.
1: No D. That's why like their video game team. All gas, game. no
0: breaks. You got
1: it. And, and it, it makes for some exciting basketball. But once again, before we go into basketball, if you're down by 10 and you're clanging threes, you're making me sick. Get in the paint and try to come back because it makes the games ugly and you're disrespecting your fan base. Next,
0: buddy. Uh, we'll take it into the NHL, one of our favorites here, of course. So before we get started, I want to ask you a little question. So there's a little buzz now that the NHL is going to bring back the two-minute major penalty. So two-minute penalties are going to be majors as opposed to minors. What does that mean? It means if you score on the power play, the penalty goes until the time runs out. The NHL actually used to be like this until the 50s because Montreal was running up the scores too Thank much. Thank you. So they changed it to the minor rule. But what do you think about this?
1: So let, let, let's get, So if you're on a two-minute power play... You get the
0: full two minutes no matter what.
1: Okay. So that takes away the five-minute minor, major?
0: No, no, no. If, it, if there's a five-minute major, it's still five-minute major, but... If they're two minute penalties, it's a two minute major. Then, so even if you score, the penalty still goes.
2: Mm,
1: I bet you Connor McDavid and I dry side like it.
0: Like, uh, <laughs> do you really? Yeah. I don't know. You got the two minutes. It's, it seems fair to me. There's rumors two of them even like uh, taking like where you can ice the puck even if you're uh, on the PK. I'm not so sure about that one. I'd rather just like baby step my way. Let's do. Let's try two minute major first.
1: Okay, the two-minute major. That's who they are directing this at, not me, because I'm old. So that you means don't want to see more goals. That's you, young people. You play video games. You need more <laughs> oh action. You need to see shit happening. You don't want to see a one-nothing game.
0: Well, let, let's not. This isn't just the younger generation thing. This has been a hockey problem since the beginning of hockey. Okay. The, so the lack of scoring This has been a problem Like every 20 years This comes up I agree
1: So if you play get good defense And you're going to suffer for it Is that what you're saying? That's not what I'm
0: saying Well, I'm if saying you... if you take a penalty Maybe you should sit For the whole two minutes Think about what you did
1: Oh gosh I, 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 We're going to revisit this I really got to think about it Because I don't know man Like okay I don't
0: like I don't like the Being able to ice the puck When you're on the PK Because you got to give the team That shorthanded Some sort of relief Right?
1: Okay, so if they, they can still ice the puck on, on the shorthand, right?
0: Yeah, they can still like just dump it down like from their own end, not have to worry about that. I'm fine with that. Keep that the same.
1: Nah, if you're going to go all in, it's icing. Bring it back whole two minutes. Oh if you God. want it, then let's do it. If you want a pinball game, then uh, you man, get all Man, if you flip the switch, you went
0: from well, like, ah, well, like, oh, you kids are just like, no, full well, if brutal. You're gonna, if you're going to do
1: it, do it all the way, because okay, I'm fair. saying that's a half. That's half now, because you're trying to get scoring. If you get, no, if you ice the puck, Bring it back down. <laughs> Screw you. We're going to do it, right? You want the two minutes? You want the goals? You want the kids to wear those alternate jerseys? Stop it. Either do it or don't. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I would think about it. That's interesting. I did hear something it's about it. It's getting some
0: momentum, believe it or not. Yeah,
1: I, I heard it on, um, I actually heard it on, uh, you know who actually brought it up? I think it was Gino Retta. Makes sense. That was one of the guys that because well, t- they
0: didn- just had the the was it board of governors or was yeah it the yeah GMs it was that yeah, recently yeah so something came out of that. And I, I think, think it was I think it was board of governors. Yeah,
1: board of governors. Yeah, and I I was I went I I was I kind of heard it, but then I just went over my head. But now that you're bringing it yeah. up again, that's an interesting thing. But I'm going to be on the record as saying if you're going to get the whole two minutes, you can't ice puck.
0: Okay, fair let's enough. go all the way or nothing. Okay, uh, well I guess we could take this into. The Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Unfortunately, Joseph Wall left uh, a spectacular performance in Ottawa. Seemed to pull that, something. And in Florida. In and the Florida, Florida. But, but it was the game against Ottawa that he uh, he pulled something, unfortunately. Martin Jones had to come in in relief. It was actually pretty good. Better than I thought he would be. Made two huge saves. Yeah.
1: Like, you're coming in with eight minutes with Ottawa on the surge. He, he was, oh, they and they smelled blood. Oh, did they not? You know what I mean? So, there was
0: that, like, that Drugal I mean, that would have been, like, the minute that was getting fed to mom, I'm like, that's going in the net. But, okay,
1: okay, so now here's what we got to do. When you're on a, when we have a podcast and when you're on the air, you get to say whatever you want, okay? So I'm going to have to do something for you, Mr. Milani, that I did before concerning the Toronto Blue Jays, because sometimes I shoot my mouth off, and I don't crush guys, yeah. but I will pick at their scabs. So I just want to... Bring back my criticism a little bit on a defenseman in the Toronto Maple Leaf called Mr. Riley, okay? Okay. Because you know I have, in the past, probably did a little kicking at Mr. Riley or- a little? Said-
0: <laughs> you were on him all last season.
1: Okay, so what I'm going to do is that, like my mother said, there's a learning experience when you make a mistake, admit you made a mistake and come forward and say the guy who are the three best toronto maple leafs this year it's been wall willie and riley riley's playing 25 minutes a night he's getting points he's out there in every critical situation his skating has always been good but he's really been flying tonight so i'm going to say mr morgan riley i'm going to back off on some of my criticism Maybe you're over your injuries now, but he is playing top 10 defense in the league this year easily. He has not missed a step
0: from the playoffs last year. No, he's
1: been absolutely great. Um, I think that your two guys you called up, we talked about this off air. um, Lagasin and Benoit. They have played extremely well. I think the third line on the team should not be touched. That third line is great, but I think it's time for the experiment to be over. And Mr. Keefe, I know your hair is going gray. Put Mariner back on a line with... Matthews, Yeah. It's time to put him back, don't you think? I agree. Nylander, Nylander looks a little out of place because I find that Nylander and uh, Matthews are going to the same spot. Yeah,
0: they both want to score. Yeah, right?
1: so they're going to the spot. So then what they end up doing is they start looking for each other instead of shooting the puck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, which is great because they're not selfish. Neither one of those guys is selfish. No, no. And I think that uh, Matthews is a bit snakebitten. I think the media is a little bit hard on him. He's hit three posts. In the last two games.
0: I mean, how can he even be hard on Matthews, though? He's still, like, what, top three in goal scoring? Yeah, but he, he's— Or top five,
1: rather. Well, you can pick at it. He got, like, nine goals in four games, and what's he done Oh, my the God, isn't that, that how, it? like,
0: every goal scorer is, though, in the I, league? Uh, um, except for
1: Ovechkin. That's
0: no, he's— look oh, Maybe not this season, Okay, but.
1: there you go, But because we had that discussion. I really think that— um, um, got to look at it this way. I still think Matthews is easy top five player in the league— He's just a little snake-bitten, and Mariner was at a sink. Now Mariner's getting his act back together, put them back together, so he, they, they, him and Nylander have to, He can't go to the same spots. No. How critical is it that Wall's
0: out? Uh, it depends how good the replacements are. I think it depends how soon Samsonov gets back, too. That kind of plays a factor, too, don't Samsonoff's you think? Samsonov's a bitch. He's not my favorite. He's a little hot and cold, but okay. I mean, he's got the talent. Everyone knows that.
1: Okay, so since last year, what have I said about the guy? He just makes me nervous. What did I say at the
0: beginning of the season? Okay, but he's better than like Martin Jones, wouldn't you say? We
1: don't know. Martin Jones has played 500 games in the league. He's had stretches where he's pretty and, damn
0: good. And Martin Jones has had some stretches where he looked pretty damn bad.
1: So is Samsonov. Uh,
0: okay, that's my, but more like uh, Samsonov I'm is more than... I'm for
1: Martin Saint Louis to take the job. Martin Saint Louis. I mean Martin. Uh, <laughs> Martin, Martin Jones? Jones. I'm hoping Martin Jones takes the job. You see, here's the problem. When you're in the house that happens and you're Toronto centric, I got to watch these goddamn Maple Leafs too much. And you know what? Sometimes I'm such a moron. I watch these games twice.
0: <laughs> While I, you're home, you got nothing to do. There
1: you go. So I watch. You know how many Leaf games I've watched twice? Uh, I can tell you another thing that's going on McCabe's play is picked up. I agree. He's picked up tremendously. He looks like he's fitting. Bertucci's game is Bertuzzi. picked up. game is picked up. Like I mean, he's going in the corners. I'm just saying that I thought about it last week, and I saw too much about it. I think it's overblown when you say regulation wins. They bank the points. Toronto's seven one and one, or seven yeah. one and two, is it? or seven two and one in their last ten? Tell me with a with
0: beat up defense. With
1: the beat up defense, any team in the league, my beloved, and we keep tabs on the habs. If we were seven one and two in the last two in the last ten games, I'd be doing cartwheels. Yeah. But there seems to be something about this team and you feel it on the street as good as they are and being 7-1 and 2 everywhere you go what do people say what's wrong with the
2: leaves
0: yeah well how much of that is just like history I think it's just because this what you said this is the Mecca of hockey yeah you know what I mean and and the history where people know like hasn't been so good the last 50 years here can I say something well I'm always saying something <laughs> Are the Toronto Maple Leafs the Dallas Cowboys in the NHL? Of course they are.
1: Oh, God. They're going to have to start getting Okay, Toronto fans, I just took a left turn here, okay? the, the Knicks, the Leafs, the Cowboys oh, are yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they have to be. I agree, but we'll get the football thing later. I'm always of this point, and I've said it a million times, and I'm going to say it again because my son, Zach, got a gig tonight. Shout out to the current crews. Well, I'm going to call them WCCC. 'Cause it's you got know it's Waters, Kern, Kern and Cruz. That's the band. Okay. Anyways, when I say nice things about the Leafs, and my son is not a hockey guy. Trust me. I tried to get it into him. He's just not a hockey guy. Playoffs come, he sees the biggest bandwagon ever. I step on his hands when he's getting on the bandwagon, <laughs> even though he's my
0: son. Anyway, I said what, something- what bandwagon's you on though, Habs or Leafs?
1: He's not a big hockey guy at all.
0: Oh, I thought you he's, said he's getting on the bandwagon. But when though. Leafs
1: start going, he jumps on okay, the that's bandwagon. Okay, that's what I was asking. Like yeah, he's getting on the Leafs bandwagon. Oh, oh yeah, hundred okay, percent. Okay. I kick him off, and I'm not even driving not- the goddamn thing. I go, what are you doing, <laughs> Dad? I don't understand why you're a Hobbs guy. Don't worry about it. Just shut up. But I don't any,
0: understand either. It's okay, Zach. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> in any event, um, uh, I, I always hope because of the city. Like I don't jump off my couch when the Leafs score. Let's well, why down. would
0: you? You're not least fan.
1: Exactly. But the other night when they were playing against Boston last week, I actually—well, wonder why. I was actually hoping that they would win.
0: Yeah. I had
1: like go. all of a sudden I was out at uh, State and Maine. Um, there was a guy there. He's going to go and he was. You like
0: goal. that place? It's the second time you've. Uh, brought oh yeah, them up on food the show. is good. But you know what their failure
1: is? They had no sports on. I walked in and there was no sports on. Well, Saturday. they're showing like the news. They had on uh, a CNN feed. They had on okay. thirty for thirty was on one of the screens. And well, You can ask them to change
0: it. They'll I did, it.
1: but they, they were over understaffed and very busy. Oh. and then meanwhile there was a guy there. I'm sorry, I missed your name. He got all the way to be drafted in the in the juniors, blew out his knee. He went to the, he mm-hmm. won the Johnny Bauer thing. He got to camp. Um. Oh, buddy, I forget your name. He was going to take, we we're going to exchange phone numbers, but he said he would come into the house. That happened. He's got the information. Andrew, you would love this guy. First of all, I I started. You know, when we're out there and we start we're doing the show and we start asking fans questions because sure. you know what the fans are saying. I said, what do you think of Sheldon Keith? You know what his first answer was? Why haven't we fired him yet? <laughs> I was thinking of you. What was the other thing he said? We're uh, asking about goaltenders. Samsonov. What's this guy doing? okay and he was a big joseph wall guy um he's very huge on um but what he was saying is that he screw this regulation wins time bank points
0: yep anyways especially but, this early in the season you can't be too concerned about what the tiebreaker is come on if you
1: are listening to the show i'm so sorry we were there last saturday night at state in maine state your name because i promise you'll come on the show he, andrew this guy would be your ally
0: Great. I'm looking forward to He's,
1: He had great insights on the Maple Leafs and hockey that I wasn't thinking about. And you know one of the things that he told me he did when he was young and playing hockey? This is amazing for every goalie out there. He came out one time for a practice, and uh, his trainer had all-white hockey pucks.
0: I've seen that before. That's crazy. Yeah. I, 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 the first time I've seen that was, uh, I believe... They were showing Raycroft when he was uh, playing with the Leafs. like he was like uh, they're using white pox. Uh, he was saying yeah.
1: that started back when he was there because he's well into his 30s, I believe. And I thought that was an interesting thing. It was a different a different take on hockey and uh, we were talking about how the whole Toronto thing. like you know how it's immersed and we were both looking up at the screens and going, look, they got one screen behind us on the Leaf game on a Saturday night in Toronto in your state, Maine. Now here's the funny thing. As I was sitting there, the guy that came and sat down, I'm looking at the guy, and I'm going, I believe you work here. He goes, yeah, I was the guy here last week when you asked to switch all the games on Wednesday night to get there. And he looked up at the screens, and he goes, yeah, we've got a bunch of girls here. They don't know how. And it was true. Like, the girls, there wasn't enough staff. Yeah. But I'm really saying all bars, especially here in Etobicoke, and it's Saturday night at 7 o'clock, and I walk into the bar, and there's eight televisions, and the Toronto Maple Leafs are only on one screen. You're
0: failing, aren't you? You don't get that problem in Woodbridge, just saying.
1: No, nah, you don't get that problem at Chewy's, even though, you know what I'm saying? You don't get, even right over here at another place I don't like to eat at so much that sounds like a city in the United States of America, because I'm not big, I think they put the same sauce and all the same food.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. You're t- yeah, they're okay.
1: Yeah, they're okay. I'd rather go to uh, BP. But, um Really? I would, if I am my choice. Now, I think I'd rather Fair go enough. to BP. I, I don't know. I'm no. I don't go to either one of them,
0: really. I know BP. It's like if I'm going to go for a pizza, I want something a little bit more uh, authentic. Being Italian, I, I'm Italian, so I'm a snob when it comes to that. Are, granted, aren't you going
1: to go in and try one of those square pizzas? That pound for pound pizza? What's square the pizza? They got some new square thing on. Was that like Little
0: Caesars or something?
1: I don't, I don't know Little Caesar's good pizza
0: No Get out mind. of here No, Little Caesar's cheap right, Anyways then, that's enough okay, Pizza yeah, restaurant no pizza talk, talk Anyways but, we
1: are just talking About the thing about Toronto I'm just saying that We're going to see tonight Who's starting the game For Toronto
0: Samsonov uh, Let me see I have the starting goalies He's I don't know like he's, They're still saying he's uh, They're calling up Oh that. no Samsonov confirmed Look at that
1: So that means that Toronto's going to have to win 6-5 <laughs> I
0: don't know It's against Nashville though so what? Nashville shows National's up. Nashville's not going to score five goals. Come on. With
1: Samsonov in the net? <laughs> Let's talk about it.
0: I but do you, think Toronto win a little spoiler for my Saturday night pick'em, but I do think the Leafs win this game tonight. They didn't get the win in Nashville. I think they pull out the one here. By the way, how is it that the Leafs play Nashville twice on hockey night in Canada in one season? That's ridiculous.
1: Oh, uh, because you know what, the marketing guy screwed up. They're gonna watch the Leafs anyway. Let's get the Nashville game in.
0: Nashville. Come on. Okay, okay. I'd, I'd rather see on. the Minnesota Wild.
1: Me too, who are, are getting a bit of a surge. But this is what I'm saying about it. And I they think, lost
0: to Edmonton last night, but I
1: I I'm looking at it this way. I think that they should tighten up the schedule like old school so they go back to playing more games in the division against each other okay so i was That's thinking about that come on we you
0: know. you know what you know what the nhl should do a four conference format agreed agreed and have more inter games amongst those teams correct? yeah you play everyone out of your conference one home one away but then there's a lot more games like it, it works out to be i forgot if it's like uh, at least like four or five games that you have with your teams in your conference.
1: Well, the reason I thought about it is because my son, Zach, that great hockey guru, he even said to me, Dad, what's up with Toronto? Montreal is not playing Toronto until May or April.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay,
1: and I said, how did you know that? And he goes, well, Christmas was coming, and I was kind of thinking. And I go, that's a good thought. He goes, I don't know. That's that's months away because we're going to go to the Raptors again in January. But here's my son who's really not a hockey guy at all, and he's saying... Just as a guy, Montreal, Toronto, the rivalry, the, ge- 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 uh, the geography, blah, blah, blah. And we're not playing them again till then, but we're getting two yeah. national TV games with Nashville. What? Is Elvis coming or Dolly Parton? Like, what's going on here? That's what drives me
0: nuts. would be cool if Dolly Parton was at the game. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> and then she does a, she, I doubt in, it, but.
1: In between periods, she gives us a little Jolene.
0: Oh hell yeah!
1: You know what I mean? Rock it up! You know maybe she'll wear a leaf leaf, little nine to five. Little nine to five. Let's let's kick it up. But before we get off that, it's an interesting that my son, who is a non fan, brought that up. So that's when people are noticing the schedules. It's oh, obvious. Yeah. So we at the house that happens are going to advocate for what? Four conferences.
0: Four conferences. They almost did that after. Two two conferences. No, 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 four conferences. Four conferences. That that was a, a little bit of an idea after the last lockout. And it looked like it was getting some traction, but at the last second I think they got cold feet. Because some of the
1: teams said that how are they going to align the conferences, and everybody wants Montreal, New York, and Toronto, those Boston teams. So some of the conferences are screaming because once you go out west, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary wouldn't get as much of those Toronto No, mentality. but it'd be, it'd
0: be the same one home, one away against those teams.
1: And let's keep it that way then. You know what I mean? We only play Edmonton yeah. once, one, one a away, don't we? play One, one home, three? one
0: away against teams in the other conference, oh. which is uh, the NBA does it the same way. Oh, yeah. Um, Speaking with the Leafs, also, we should also mention Klingberg, officially done for the season. Shouldn't be a surprise. You don't look sad. <laughs> you don't look sad. I hope you got I mean, speedy he, recovery, he, speedy he, recovery. There was some obvious injury issues there. It, okay, it wasn't going to work.
1: Let's just say speedy
0: absolutely. recovery. I, absolutely. I'm cheering okay. for the human here. I liked no. Klingberg when he played with Dallas. Just, like, there's been a lot of injury issues piling up, it looked like. Did he dull his skates? Uh, well, that's not nice. Okay. Um, I know you wanted to talk about the Hughes brothers. I
1: thought it was spectacular the other night. Now, let's take a look. Now, at
0: we should preface this by saying New Jersey was in Vancouver, Vancouver the other night.
1: Okay, so let's just discuss this from a strictly hockey point of view. Let's talk about the youngest Hughes. Luke. 20 years old, bagging 20 minutes a night already for New Jersey. As a rookie. As a rookie, 20 minutes a night. He's only minus two.
0: It's not bad. He's On a team that's been kind of eh, defensively with not the greatest goaltending.
1: And he's got 15 points. Okay, like
0: that. Oh, okay. Well, now- people were saying he could be the most talented of the three when all said and done.
1: When you've seen him the other night skating around, he looked, and he's big. He's the biggest yeah. of the three. You know what I mean? Next, Quinn Hughes. He's still in the top five in scoring. Yep. Looked amazing the MVP other night. candidate. 100% um, set up to two late goals. It was a crazy game. Did you see it? Did you watch it? I saw the highlights. No, oh, no. I watched the game from beginning to end, which I'm glad I had the box. Yeah, see,
0: I, I didn't have I, the, that. Okay, so I was. Blackouts.
1: Uh, blackout, yeah. I seen the whole game. When they got up 5-2, to two, I went upstairs, I think, to make a Bailey's coffee at midnight, which is insane. <laughs> and let my dog out because I said it was 5-2. I came back down it was 5-3. Quinn Hughes set up some great goals. Um, Brock Bessner. What's it? Besser. Guy? Brock Besser. Looks great. Peterson looks great. JT Miller, I want him on my team right now. Look at how he's
0: playing. ago, you wouldn't have been saying that. No,
1: look at his development, and he's nasty. Yeah. He's always been nasty. He's always
0: been nasty. It's been the defensive coverage that hasn't been the greatest. Oh,
1: just sticky with his stick
0: going by. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's all I'm going to say. So that. But here's the kicker. I think Jack Hughes is a, is a front runner instead of his brother because – Vancouver's coming back to the pack a bit.
0: A, a bit. A bit.
1: And New Jersey's on the rise a bit. Banachek played okay the other night. But Hughes has got what? He's played less games than everybody, right. and he's got 33 points. So his points per game average is the best in the league, I do believe. Kids okay. dynamite. I thought the most interesting thing is, did you see mom and dad sitting in the crowd? No. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Mom, Dad shoot his fingernails off. Mom looked like she was going to have a baby, another one. And they never looked like they were cheering. How hard would that be? You got three sons on the ice, which is historic. I don't think anything has happened this since the Suter brothers.
0: No, probably or not. Or the
1: Plager brothers. You don't even know who the Plager brothers no, are. Okay. Anyway, there was. The Suter
0: brothers, I know there's like the twins on the Islanders and.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then I think Daryl or. Um, um, one, of
0: Louis, one of them played with St. Louis, one played with Chicago. Yeah, yeah, and then
1: they had. And there, there, was, there was five of them, wasn't there? I Art believe there played, was five. Daryl, Bruce, and Ron and Rick. The brothers, but anyway, they had one time was three. But the Barclay brothers were way back when the expansion started in '67. You're too old. I'm sorry. There was three of those guys too, and I don't know if they ever played the same game. But what a what a great sight! I don't think they should have blacked that out because isn't that one of the elements that grows hockey? Like that's a human interest story.
0: Well, I mean, next year they should definitely circle one of those games as like a national broadcast game for sure. Put it on Hockey Night in Canada. Put it as like at the Wednesday night game. Something.
1: Yeah, because first, something highly entertaining. Vancouver comes all the way back the score looks like overtime and then jack hughes sets up pratt for like where was the defense quinn where were you in that last 30 (laughs) seconds do you see the goal yeah nobody Nobody was in the area code with 30 seconds left in the game is it that you know what they always say is because you got flat for a minute they got Mm -hmm. flat for a minute and way it goes we should go around the league a bit because i think the edmonton oilers are rearing their ugly
0: heads Yes, so they're kind of making their way through the pack. Uh, five points back of a playoff spot with two games in hand on basically everyone above them. So they're
1: making the playoffs. Yeah.
0: The the next one to pass is going to be Calgary. I think St. Louis is going to be soon after that. Um, let's see. Six wins in a row now for them. Seven and three in their last ten. Who's that? Edmonton. They yes. won six oh, in yeah, a row. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Goaltending still a little shaky, but.
1: I did see Skinner make an amazing save the other night. Sure. I guess you're allowed to make one every three games, right? They're still playing pond hockey. Yeah. I think Nurse is overrated as a defenseman.
0: Oh, we've been through that before. Uh,
1: exactly. Yeah. But you've watched them lately. Like, lucky, the guy, what's the guy that the, the Swedish guy they got in the trade last year? He looks great. He's Ekholm. He looks great. He's the, he's the guy that's there. The rest of the guys just look like nondescript, like Lego. You take out the red one, you put in the blue one. So, But the front ends
0: are scoring. Uh, well, that's, that's that team's identity, so.
1: Oh, and they're going to score more, so you want them to have two minutes of a complete power play in the playoffs against Toronto in the <laughs> Stanley Cup Finals? and they're wow, you're calling it Toronto Edmonton
0: Finals. I'd I'm like you more. Saying, I'm just saying,
1: like, I'm just giving scenarios. Be careful what you wish for.
0: That's
2: all
1: i I mean, say. that works
0: both ways. Toronto has a spectacular power play okay, as well. Okay, so as
1: long as you're willing to live with it, I'm good with that. But we're going around the league. First of all, I just want to say that the Florida Panthers, I don't know about that team. Like, they got a great record and stuff, but I think they're going to wear down because you can't play like that for You know what's funny? Games. I had a buddy
0: last night that said the exact same thing. Really? He thinks they're going to – he's like, I don't know how they're doing this.
1: Yeah, and not only that, the way that they play it, they got Every game they come out swinging, sticks and that's the way it. how
0: they got into the playoffs last year too. Don't forget that. Uh, Remember Keith Kachuk called out the team for being soft, and then after that it was like a light switched on or something. Oh, they ain't soft. No, they're not soft. By no I know. Mean. I think they're going to make the playoffs again. Oh, as, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Seed.
1: Uh, I, I'm doing, but I don't. I don't expect them to make the finals because it's got to wear down. Just well, the way I mean, they play. making the
0: finals back to back years is so hard. I don't know if they'll make the finals, but I mean, they could win a playoff round again. I wouldn't be shocked.
1: I'm just thinking that people are sleeping on the Tampa Bay Lightning, including you. Everybody keeps saying it. Kucherov's leading the league in scoring.
0: Okay, he's one he's guy. He's not top five.
1: He's not top five but then, player.
0: They, but then they get blown out like every other
1: game. That's why Stamkos is minus twelve. <laughs> Shocked me when I seen that.
0: Well, movie. I've said this a million times before. Like they just keep losing talent and they just don't find ways to get that productivity back. Like Alex Tillhorn, I know he hasn't been the greatest player the last few years, but that's like a top six guy you lost in your lineup that you didn't replace. Exactly. And what you got, you traded all those draft picks to get Tanner's, you know, just so he could sit on your third line and get some hits and like chip in like 15 goals a year. Well, Bad moves, man. Well, it adds up. It sounds like the Ryan Reeves move to me, but that's another story. Uh, uh, we didn't trade. Uh, we didn't trade a first, second, no, third, no, fourth, no, and a no, fifth. Plus a promising young de- young defenseman to get him.
1: There's just something about that team that has grit. Okay, they're just and their third and fourth lines are, are playing not as
0: much eight. talent as they used to though. And that's no, what, no. I no. agreed.
1: I agree. But the Brandon points, the Stamp Braden coach, Brandon point, point uh, the Kucherov. Uh, who am I missing? Headman. Edmond's having himself a great season. Chef oh, though, took a step back this yes, year. Yes, he does. He looks a little lost out there. But uh, they got the other big dude on their defense that's playing. Just Zernak? Well. Yeah. yeah. He's no, playing, he's good. He's good. He's playing good hockey, too. But I'm just saying there's something about that team that I say they're going to get in the playoffs, and they're going to win a round. So. You heard it here first. House that happens. Cruz is declared. And I don't even like Tampa Bay.
0: I'll bet you a beer they don't make the playoffs.
1: I'll bet you a beer they do. Here we go. I'm
0: shaking okay, on it. It's we, official. It's
1: official. The teams that I'm just saying that we we should because we like to go across Canada. I don't know what Calgary's doing, but I think that we shouldn't sleep on well, Ottawa.
0: Calgary, let me say just quickly that they're getting ready to sell. 100% off trade that that set it in motion right there. Ottawa,
1: what are you guys giving up for Tanner? Uh
0: a lot. It's going to be probably like well, so first of all like the the World Junior camp roster got announced. two Leafs on there and a Hab. Shout yes, out to them. Yes, yes. Shout out Fraser Minton. Shout out Easton Cowan. I forgot uh, the Habs guy, the, the forward. He's not very big. Uh, but he's fast. What's his name? I forget. Oh, I, 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 I
1: should know it. He fast. Yeah. But he's two years away from playing in the league anyway. Sure, he's sure. He's two way away, too. too.
0: Um, but I was going to say, so Um. for, for uh, Tanev, it's probably going to be Fraser Minton, who was on the Leafs a little bit this year, first-round pick, and something else. Quite, Money. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to do
1: that, but I don't think Ottawa. You you pointed out to me they've got that weird schedule.
0: Yeah, they've only played five road games. Yeah, that's so far. such a weird, weird. Owen Beck is the name of the Habs player. Oh yeah, by the Beck.
1: Way. Oh yeah, should have known him. He he can fly. Yeah, He's going to play. He, he's but I think he's two years away.
0: Sure, but uh, back to Ottawa though. I mean they. They're such a weird team because their goal differential isn't bad. I think they're only, like, a minus two or something, which isn't terrible for a team that's sitting, like, I think they're dead last in the East right now. Yep, they are. But they have a lot less games played than everybody else. They're in games. They just can't find ways to finish.
1: That game against the Leafs the other night, they did everything but win. (laughs) Exactly. Everything but win. So their upcoming schedule, so I'm not counting them out. I'm saying Tampa Bay is going to make the playoffs and win a first round. I'm wondering if the Detroit Red Wings and the – the uh, arrival of Patrick Kane is that going to keep them uh, their heads above water?
0: They'll certainly hope so. I if think they lost tenni- some
1: bad games lately. Look, at the other night they were up five, four nothing I, I against think the
0: Sharks. They're another one of those teams with the three goalie system. I think they have th- some uh. things to figure out there. Ville Huso, they got him from St. Louis. He had that one good season. It's starting to look like he might be a bust. Yep. Um, but, I mean, on the flip side, Alex Lyon has been spectacular for them. Yeah, so it took a while for him to get in the lineup, but once he got in there, I, like, I don't think he's going to let that job though, go. And Reimer, he's been okay.
1: Okay, so that let's just leads us. We'll, we'll ground the league. I think Edmonton's going to go back. Uh, Vancouver is treading water. But or, they're
0: still, like the, like, the top three in that division are very far away from everybody, everybody else, else. So I think they're fine.
1: They should be okay. So which gets me to this is when we're talking about goaltenders, this guy on the Arizona Coyotes, where did he come from, Connor Ingram? He is spectacular. He's, you know what? In my opinion, he's a front runner for the Vesna right now. Wow, he's played that well. Did not look at his.
0: That. N- well, he's been good.
1: I don't. You know why I'm saying it? Because you look at look at the the games that he's played for Arizona, and look at their other goaltender. I think it's me. It's so bad, and and Arizona is making some noise. Not nothing spectacular. But look, it, they're, 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 they're risen up. They're look in it, a playoff
0: spot. Exactly.
1: Did we, we think they were going to be in a playoff spot to start Absolutely this?
0: Absolutely not. I thought they'd have a pretty good home record because of that. Everybody
1: uh, loves going there now, eh? Because oh, it's really? a novelty. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess. Like that they're, well, they're selling out every night now. Like So is the uh, <laughs> Toronto uh, women's professional team too, right? So <laughs> if you want to look at it that way. But they say something about that environment is becoming a weird home ice advantage.
0: I mean, it was like that last year, too. And in Ingram, I mean, spectacular numbers. Oh, 925 about, save percentage, 2.35 goals against, which are both tremendously above. Uh, Vezina yeah. Trophy
1: stuff. Tell me a goalie around the league that has that type of numbers. No. I, I was well, looking what, for
0: him. What's the league average this year, like 908, 908, something like that? and
1: three is about the average on your goals against.
0: And so, his numbers are well above that and, in a good and way. And not
1: only that, Arizona is in a playoff position, which we had never expected to be. So we're Mind gonna, you. With Edmonton
0: knocking on the door.
1: They're going to escape by him. But, I mean, just the fact that they're a story. Yeah. Like, I never thought we'd be talking about, we're, 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 we're two weeks from Christmas. We're going to be in the new
0: year in less than a month. When was the last time Arizona was good? Like, 10 years ago? At least. Shane Doan or somebody. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, Mike Smith was the goalie. My, yeah,
1: whatever. That Like, we never, they weren't even on our radar. When we need our preseason prognostications, we pushed Arizona in the corner. Okay, next. They were an X ex- yep. team. Remember them in San Jose, who's another team that's doing weird shit lately. They climbed out of the
0: basement.
1: Yes, <laughs> but not only that, they've had what? They've been down by four goals four times in the last month and tied in one. That's insane. So what are they doing?
0: Oh, right? that big comeback against the Red Wings this oh, week in Kane's first and then, game. And
1: then, yeah, and uh, who was it they did it last week? Was it against Dallas that they came back? And then they had that streak where they won five times in a row against the last five Stanley Cup winners. Yes That's just a weird Bizarre style.
0: No that was Arizona <laughs>
1: Was that Arizona? That was Arizona Okay well I thought it was But didn't uh, San Jose What is their last 10?
0: 5-4-1 uh, They're above 500 which is very
1: surprising. But the comebacks are very, very weird. But we won't be talking about San Jose because I think by the time we get to the new year, it'll be business as usual.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about the LA Kings, though. 11-0-0 oh. on the road.
1: Oh, no, they 11-0, No, they lost the other night to the Rangers, their first.
0: Nope, they, they're perfect on the road cruise. Are they? Yep.
1: Are they? Wow! I thought they lost. No, they came back and won. They won. They won. You're right. I thought that because I thought the game. No, because they
0: the they when they beat Montreal uh, the other night, it was 11 0 oh. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, God bless my Montreal Canadiens. When people show up to play them, they have to play them. That doesn't mean we're gonna win, but no. we're competitive and we're what we're a game about five hundred, I believe. Which doesn't mean nothing in this game. You know, we're nope, one game, game below. Under. Okay, and we'll have to see what's going on tonight. Um, the New York Rangers, are they the best team in the NHL right now?
0: Uh, probably. For this week? For this for right now. I mean, it's all in flux, right? Exactly. and it's, it's fluid.
1: As I heard a national broadcaster say, I wish you'd shut up. But in it's any great, event. I love
0: that word, though, by the way. Uh, so.
1: Okay. Here, here's the interesting thing. We we're always talking about Dallas and how Winnipeg is coming along. But look at Colorado is very quietly moved into first place in the division why aren't we we're talking about all the things that's going on and this is how fast the world moves last time i checked call mccarr still might be the best defenseman in the i, NHL. I would say he is the
0: best defense okay NHL.
1: like i seen him play uh they're looking good like they, maybe they had like
0: the edmonton thing but not as bad uh, but like they're, they're so hot and cold though they still have really corrected that problem of like you know blowing out a team then then getting blown up by a team that you shouldn't even lose to
1: that's what's weird about it so let's just say something stupid because we, we, we pretty well talked about enough about hockey and we're going to make our picks in a minute but let's just say theoretically right now who would you pick to be in the conference finals in the east and west right now if you had to say god came down here with jesus walking on water and say milani you got to give us a call who would you take to make the come want me to go first just to make it easy on you okay fine okay i think it's going to be the la kings and the colorado avalanche are going to play in the conference finals oh okay
0: okay against each other so yeah, you're saying I the think, western I conference think,
1: uh, yeah in the western conference i think that with the way the playoffs work out that you heard it here for now this could change in a month because it's fluid
0: Okay. I don't think Colorado's going to the conference I'm final. I'm just saying now. I think they're too weird of a team. I don't think they solve those issues.
1: Okay, so I'm going to tell you how what I said at the beginning of the season, and you blew me off. I called L A. sleeper team was L A. and you dismissed me. I didn't that.
0: dismiss you. Kinda, sorta.
1: Nah, check the, the tape. tape. I listened to the show. You kind of went uh, okay, L A. Cruz. I never you. said that. You didn't give them. A, you didn't think they'd ever go to the conference
0: finals. I had them in the finals last year. What are you talking about? Yeah,
1: that was last year because they made the run, but you weren't giving them the benefit of a doubt. You no, I, to think,
0: I, I think you're making shit up. I I'm going to not... go
1: check the tapes. Talk to your agent. I was, I mean, I was a mom. little bit
0: surprised that you picked L.A., but I didn't say, like, oh, that's a bad pick.
1: I'm like, okay, I still say. So now I'm sticking with it. I think that in my Western Conference, I think it's going to be great right as of this moment. I'll t- I would take
0: Colorado, and I will take L.A. I would take L.A., Dallas.
1: That was my other choice. I'm still saying Dallas isn't there.
0: I'm going to make a prediction about the playoffs. Colorado loses in the first round again.
1: I've heard that from so many guys. That's why maybe I'm being stubborn. Like, I hear those little panels.
0: Yeah, 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 but Colorado, you know, the record says this and this,
1: and that's that's a formula to lose in the first round. And I went, ooh. With a with a veteran squad that knows how to win, I, guys I think players. I
0: think that way the team's going this year.
1: Salary caps hurt them
0: too, like every other team in the league. Plus, not having their captain.
1: There you go. And and Brendan Shanahan had a nice press conference this week, eh? Talking about the state of hockey and how it is, and he said parody is the word. And until mm-hmm. they move the salary cap, everybody's in the same boat. Sure. Look at everybody's got short short lineups. Everybody's searching for a goaltender. And and what, what's the biggest drawbacks? The cap. Yep. So, who
0: do you have in the Eastern Final?
1: In the Eastern Final, I'm going to have the New York Rangers. I do believe are going to get it this year. And I hate to say this. I think it's going to be an all New York thing. Rangers jersey.
0: So you think one of those teams is going to be a wild card? Yeah,
1: and they're going to get in there. And I think that when that once they get going, Ooh. because once the playoffs start, they're going to go on a roll. I'd like to say Toronto because it would be fluid because I'm really leaning, wanting to say Toronto, but their goaltending does not going to do it. But then you're going to tell me, what about the Justin goaltending Wall. in Jersey? If he's back, bro. If, if,
0: if, if He'll be back for playoffs. Come on.
1: Dog said it best, and all these goalies say this. This kid's had a problem with hamstrings in his whole career. or They're not even saying what it is officially, yeah. have they? It's just a lower body injury, which the NHL get allowed with. This is the NFL, man. They'll be saying his left hamstring on his right knee over the cap, blah, blah, blah. And NHL, oh, it's just a lower body injury. They're not saying what it is. No. It appears to be groin. Groin. That's okay. what I would think. Oh, not only that. He's had groin problems in the minors. Like, this isn't his first groin right. thing. Did he retweak something else? Or is this a new injury? I'm just know. saying this. I was a big Joseph Wall. Uh, Uh, well backer you know that that was my call early in the year i hope he comes back for the toronto maple leafs and if he's back and he stays to form then i'll say that toronto is a serious thing because we got 56 games to go yeah you know
0: yeah and i would say it would be my eastern finals would be rangers leafs i was
1: gonna say that but i didn't want to just i couldn't make you happy
0: uh shall we move on to what's your west you didn't say in the west yeah i did who's that Dallas and oh, uh, uh, Dallas and LA. Dallas, LA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shall we do our Saturday night pick'em? Oh yes. How did we do last week, buddy? Last week, uh, I was eight for thirteen. You were nine for thirteen. That's right. I didn't have a bad
1: weekend. It was I, okay. I was okay. I was going to gamble. Okay. So let's look at the sledge. Let's look at the uh, the slate. I yep. think I've got it in front of me right here too.
0: Okay. So first up, Arizona at Boston for a matinee. I'm taking the Bruins at home.
1: Come on. Oh, come on. I hate to say it, but we're taking... Come on, you
0: got to take that.
1: I would love... I'll call you when... When Arizona wins in overtime, (laughs) I'll be calling you, but no... By the
0: uh, way, Ingram and Ulmar confirmed starters. Oh, what a great goalie
1: matchup, eh? Because he's been the one to talk about Vesna, too. Sure. You know, he's been in there. He won last year, right? Yep, so they're saying he could be a repeat, so we're both taking... Sorry. Boston. Both taking Boston.
0: Yep. Um... New Jersey Devils at the Calgary Flames. No confirmed starters, but it's believed it's going to be Akira Schmid versus Daniel Vladar. I'm taking New Jersey.
1: I'm taking New Jersey, too, because I think they're on the upsurge. Jack Hughes looked like the best player in the league. Like, with those three brothers the other night in that game, he looked, and he's not big. No. That's what I was worried about. He's not big enough. If
0: he comes back to win the scoring title, my heart trophy pick will be Jack be Hughes good. going
1: away. And, and look, at he's missed, what, seven games.
0: Yep. You know?
1: So we're on the New Jersey bandwagon.
0: Vegas at Dallas. It's going to be Logan. Well, it's unconfirmed again, but it's believed to be Logan Thompson versus Jake Ottinger. I'm taking Vegas on the road.
1: I'm taking da- Dallas because they got to protect home court. You're taking Vegas? Taking Vegas. Is that game on? I got the box.
0: I don't know. I probably, it, you'll find it on the box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Montreal at Buffalo. Caden Primo confirmed for Montreal. Devin Levi likely starter for Buffalo. Believe it or not, I'm taking Montreal.
1: I am, too. Who is is Primo playing tonight?
0: Caden Primo. Yeah,
1: so he'll look for a good game. What's happening to Jake Allen? Is he on his way to Edmonton yet?
0: No one seems to have an answer there.
1: Cap issues.
0: Um, Let's see. We got Ottawa at Detroit. Corpus likely started for Ottawa. Alex Lyon confirmed for Detroit. I think Detroit's going to be pissed off after that blown lead to San Jose. I'm taking the Red Wings. And I
1: like that, That uh, what's his name, Lyon, the goalie on, yeah. Uh, on uh, Detroit?
0: Yeah, he's it has got like a 9. I have it right here. I like him too. 9.47. It's only five games, but 9.47, what? save percentage, 1.61 GAA.
1: What do you think? He's, number, uh, what, 10 games away from being the number one for the rest of the year,
0: if that? If that. <laughs> I think he should already have that. So you're going with Detroit?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Nashville at Toronto, Big Hockey night, Canada matchup. Kevin Lankanen likely starter for Nashville. Ilya Samsonov confirmed for the Leafs. I already said before I'm taking Toronto.
1: I'm taking Toronto too, but here's the deal. I'm saying it's a 6 5 game. Okay. No, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to reverse that. I'm saying Nashville for the upset because the goaltending is going to be going. Samsonov's going to I predict Samsonov will be pulled. The Leafs could still so win, though.
0: 6 5. So, But Nashville, I'm you're saying? Nashville. Okay. New York Rangers at the Washington Capitals. Igor Shosturkin is the likely starter for New York. Charlie Lindgren confirmed for the Capitals. I'm taking New York Rangers on the road.
1: So who is that? It's The Rangers versus?
0: Capitals. In Washington. in Washington.
1: another surprise, except for Ovecha not scoring.
0: They've kind of fallen back to the pack, though, lately. Yeah, so it's Rangers, not Washington? Yeah.
1: Uh, they love to kick Washington, so I'm going to take the Rangers.
0: Yeah, we are both on the Rangers, then, okay? Next up, L.A. Kings at the New York Islanders. We mentioned before L.A.'s incredible streak, winning their first 11 road games. Cam Talbot likely started for L.A. Ilya Sorokin likely started for the Islanders. Give me L.A.
1: I'm taking the Islanders to Whoa. break the streak, even though I'm an L.A. guy. It's got to come to an end sooner or later.
0: Wow. Okay. I love L.A. Uh, this is a game that I hated to pick. St. Louis Blues at the Chicago Blackhawks. Jordan Biddington, expected starter for St. Louis. Peter Mrazek confirmed in net for Chicago.
1: How is Bedard doing? Doing pretty well. You're damn right he is. Considering he's got nobody on the
0: team. Forty goal pace, so just uh, under point per game pace.
1: Uh, I'm just gonna say this much. If I can have a little caveat of this, I'm whole, I'm really really glad that all the issues that went on in Chicago. And we're not going to mention names or situations that it's signed. It it went out of the news. Yeah. Very glad for that.
0: I'm taking Chicago. You're taking Chicago. I'm taking St. Louis. I hated picking that one, by the way. Another game that I hated picking. Philadelphia Flyers at the Colorado Avalanche. Carter Hart expected starter for Philly. Ivan Provetsov likely starter for Colorado. I'm worried this one could be a trap game, but I'm still picking Colorado.
1: So am I. I can't believe, like, Philadelphia went up, down, and they're, they're back, back up. up. It's so weird. Like, they're they're really playing good hockey. But you know what? They play a lot of pond hockey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what I find with, with uh, Colorado is, which we, we, is exemplified by some of the games, is it's what their goaltender had for lunch or something. Because <laughs> how can you win win a tight game and then blow out 5-1 like two nights later?
0: That's also just kind of the style they play, though, don't you think?
1: Yeah, but the goalie's got to make a save. When the goalie Uh, doesn't uh, make uh, the save, then they're done. I think they're in a hunt for a goalie. Word around the campfire. Is there another one, raking? Everyone's looking for a goalie, but that's
0: another story. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning at the Seattle Kraken. Vasilevsky expected for Tampa Bay. Philip Grubauer expected for Seattle. Another game that I absolutely hated to pick.
1: I'm taking Tampa Bay because I've been pumping their tires, and I don't even like them, but there's just something about that team, and Vasilevsky's back. Yeah. Nice fart at the press conference, though, buddy. Or whoever did that. Did you see that?
0: No, I missed that. Oh, no, it was crazy. Uh, I was going to take Seattle, but I think I'm going to reverse my pick. I'm going to take Tampa.
1: Tampa needs the bank points, too, especially on the road.
0: And last but not least, Carolina at the Vancouver Canucks. Anti Ranta expected for Carolina. Thatcher Demko expected for Vancouver. Give me Van City at home.
1: Carolina needs the win.
0: I think they're going to go in there and muscle them out. Pick wow. Carolina. Okay, what's
1: going on with Carolina of late? Okay, a little better. Ah, uh, a
0: little bit, a little bit. I'm, I'm, I don't
1: know because I like I, I what I did is a couple times I, um, like when they played Edmonton, I thought that's going to be a good game. Edmonton slapped them. Then they played, uh, I forget who else. Like, what are they in their last ten? Let me check here. Carolina. Yeah. Their last. First of all, they're six and nine on the road, which is. An alarming thing, but look at the five, four, and one. Five and yeah,
0: lost their last three.
1: Yeah, so I'm just going. What's going on there? So I'm I'm taking uh, Carolina.
0: Okay, you're taking Vancouver. Taking Vancouver. Good luck to all our Canadian teams. Yeah, that does it for our Saturday night um. Good luck. Next
1: on the thing is something that we're all loving. Screaming, jumping up and down, losing our minds, saying what's going on. But we might as well move to the NFL.
0: Yes. And I want to start by, uh, have you heard the Taylor Swift quote recently? Give it to me. Okay. So she, she was recently talking about how like she's actually like grown to really love football. Bullshit. Oh, ah, well, hold on. I have a take on that. Bullshit. You know well, what you've... Oh, go ahead. You know, go someone ahead. can't discover a sport later in age and be like, oh, wow, I've been missing out on this for my whole life. Formula One, I'm perfect example. Why can't Taylor okay. enjoy football then? I'm not going to
1: say why because
0: I'll get killed. But that, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so she's, this is about uh, attending Chiefs games and all the media coverage on her. The quote reads as, I'm just there to support Travis. I have no awareness of if I'm being shown too much and pissing off a few dads, brads, and chads. You know, it feels like she's talking to you there.
1: Okay, you know what I'm gonna say, Taylor? I'm glad you're there. I'm glad you're supporting. I'm glad that all those uniforms bought. I'm glad that Kansas City's making more money. I, I don't wanna see you. When I when a That's game, not her fault. So I'm gonna talk to the national network. Is this is, is the, the
0: And the, the NFL. The, is, the real. What I'm saying,
1: is the NFL are you hurting that badly <laughs> that you gotta put on this red lip, blonde haired, skinny ass girl just a hundred times so that Kelsey can drop the ball? <laughs> So Kelsey can fumble?
0: Listen. You're not I, even a Chiefs fan. You're getting upset about this. No,
1: nah, I, I predict them to win the Super Bowl. Okay, we, we discussed this offline, okay? We know what happened when, when when Odell Beckham and the boys went on their little trip.
0: Yeah.
1: Tony Romo got a boat from Jessica Simpson, went on the boat. What happened? Kelsey went 5,000 miles to frickin' someplace in southern. On his bye week, who cares? What happened when he came back What the game? What happened?
0: Uh, I remember a bunch of wide receivers dropping passes.
1: My favorite guy on TV, and I'm going to tell everybody if you get a chance to see the segment, Matt, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. And he does a segment on First Take Every Weeks called What Are You Mad About? It is it is beyond entertaining. It's absolutely hilarious.
0: I checked it out. It, it's okay.
1: Oh, come on. Which one did you see?
0: The college football one.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you do the on Thanksgiving Day? No,
0: it was the, the college football playoff one.
1: Okay, that was good. But you should talk about the Thanksgiving Day one was the best. Okay. He was talking to me. I just want to do gummies and watch football for 12 hours. It was just, it was epic. In any event, what he is saying is this. And I agree. Kansas City is in a precarious spot right now. Sure. I think they're going to win their division, but I don't beyond
0: think— beyond that. It's uh, okay. I still a bunch think they marks. they will tighten
1: it up. So at this point in time, when you got receiver issues and you're the number one target on the team, and um and a aliens are going to come down and land in Arrowhead Stadium, and the number one thing is they're going to say they're passing eighty seven. Never seen a football game in their life. They're going to say they're passing eighty seven. If you want to have your legacy of being the greatest tight end of all time... I well, wa- which
0: we've kind of poked holes in that already.
1: Of but. course. I'm just saying because they, they showed up. They may be the best catching or whatever. Gronk's a man. Let's just cut to the chase on that. But um, I think that all that extra nonsense has to play on what you bring onto the field. You know what I mean? It affects. It. he's a human being. Sure. You're doing this all the time. Like, okay, like um, let's, for example... Uh, Mr. Milani, something sometimes last night, and you have a threesome with three lesbians, and you go till four in the morning, and you have a very big day at work the next day. You don't think that might affect your job? I'm not saying what he's that doing. That is his there.
0: apples and oranges. No way, man. He
1: did so five, was, was, I think that the mileage was fifty-six hundred miles. The man had to travel. Okay. There and back. We all know what travel's like, time, different eating, different bed sleeping, different clock timing and all this. I'm saying that here's what I've learned about this, Taylor Swift, and I'm going to tell you if you're listening to how it happens. If you ask a man what he thinks about the situation and you ask a woman what she thinks about the situation, the answers are so diametrically opposed it blows me away.
0: I don't think that's completely true. Oh, really? Okay. So when Mr. Russo... Oh, okay, I don't care about what the talking heads on TV say. Those guys, no, no, those aren't real people. Those aren't real people.
1: Then I'm going to go to my wife and her girlfriends (laughs) sitting in my living room saying, don't you want their romance to go forward? They just want to be a loving couple.
0: I don't know, not the people around me. People are just like, who cares?
1: Okay, but that's what my point is. I'm saying I'm coming upstairs and they're talking about it. I said, this is my house, Jimmy. Let's talk about football. Let's talk about first downs. Let's talk about the receiving problem. I don't want to talk about a burgeoning... That's what I'm saying. Guys are going, can you get her out of the way so we can get back to the football game? The girls are going, oh, it's a romance. Stop it. That drives me crazy. And I hope they're happy. And I hope they live happily ever after. And genetics give them the greatest guitar-playing football player of all time. Okay, (laughs) so I'll go there. But no, Mr. Milani, no, I'm just saying that it's a what do you call it it's a pop culture footnote okay okay i'm gonna ask vegas what they think about it
0: when in doubt ask vegas you know a lot what of money coming in on the chiefs i bet what's that a lot of money coming in on exactly the chiefs. because
1: every time she showed up day one don't think that made an odds in vegas Except for the exactly. last time exactly so it broke the streak my point is this i'm with you who cares who cares? Obviously, it's gotten to a point where like, we're talking about it. It's got to stop. I want, I'm concerned about the, the play of the right, field. Right, right.
0: Even, like, you brought up the whole, like, Jessica Simpson, Tony Romo. Like, that stuff was so overblown.
1: Always was overblown. Yeah. And I think it is. I think the difference being is it's a travel time. Like, you know, uh, when Beckham and M, they took a two-hour flight and went to Florida. Um,
0: Again, that was so overblown. overblown. And the same with. Um, that was another one. It was their bye week, wasn't yeah. it?
1: No, it was, uh, you know, they had the bye week for the playoffs because they had an extra day off for the playoffs, and he okay. took a couple of days off, which is a significant part of the season, same with the Giants. So let's just put the whole um, Taylor Swift thing to bed because we got more interesting things to talk about when it comes to the NFL.
0: We're already almost two hours in. So. Oh, where are we?
1: Well, oh, God, we talk. Do I talk a lot? But well, At any event, we're going to get to our picks. We're just going to say a few things about football because, number one, can we get back to the refereeing? Sure. What's going on there? You said earlier in the game that the league mandates certain issues to be handled a certain way. And I'm not seeing this in an NFL game. I'm just seeing too many disparities in calls at key times of the game that's going to affect billions of dollars because I did ask Vegas. Okay? Let's get to the chase on this. All right? Okay. Uh, we're going to get to our power rankings. What did was what do you think went on with the Philadelphia San Francisco game last week? Did they get bushwhacked? <laughs> you know what I liked about it
0: is Philadelphia all, is starting to. I think we should be asking more questions about how good is this team really.
1: They did play three games and thirteen games against the highest caliber teams in the league. They escaped both of them. Okay, mm. they could have lost to Dallas. They could have lost to Buffalo. Okay, that's just the way. And who else did they play? They missed another. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, what I'm getting at is we do know now that the San Francisco 49ers, if you don't think that they're their best team in the NFL, then you're from another planet. Agreed. I, I haven't seen in a long time where a team has absolutely dissed another team coming into their arena, walked right across their logo, slapped their mom, stole their girlfriend, took their weed, burned their house down, and kicked the dog in, in three hours unbelievable like I mean that was a whipping okay oh
0: absolutely so absolutely. the thing is
1: that means San Francisco is now our front runner
0: uh yeah they're number one on my power rankings the
1: number whether well, they're gonna come here too so what I'm saying is this I gotta tell somebody I'm watching football all year and if you notice that I've been a little bit on the LA Rams bandwagon and we all know why I'm on the rally Rams bandwagon
0: one Matthew Stafford
1: oh god love the guy he's my boy I had a nightmare, bro. I had a nightmare. Let's hear it. Uh, Joe, Jose Juan Carlos Cruz, my bro. I'm going to say it on the air because it's scaring me. Worst scenario for my season is the brand new Detroit Lions get a home playoff game in the first round, and their opponent is the L.A. Rams, and Stafford steals the game at Ford Field. Could happen. I would lose my shit, bro. I would not be around. How would I feel? I love Matt Stafford. You know that. Everybody, if you know anyone, when Serge was in this morning, what's the first thing? I said, hey, Serge, what's my take? You love the guy. He's your boy. I love Matt Stafford. They're going to make the playoffs. But if that scenario happens, I'm going to put it this way. I will not be fit for human consumption. I will be put in a cage immediately because I will not be responsibility for my actions or my words. Just saying. Right. Just saying. Isn't that scary prospect, though, as a Lion fan? Oh, my God. It just I just went, I can't even imagine that. But the the numbers are starting to cue in a way that well, that could happen.
0: the back door is certainly open for the Rams to make the playoffs. I don't think they'll be in there. I stand by my take that's going to be Minnesota and Green Bay taking those final two spots.
1: I don't think Minnesota will take it. I think the Rams will because the quarterbacking issue with the Vikings is too up in the air. Our past not is not always getting into orbit, so to speak. Well, we'll see. we'll see. But I do think the Green Bay thing is for real because Jordan Love's alive. They got the, the quarterbacking and they're young guys that are developing at the right time. They got five games to go. Do you see their schedule? Yeah. They're playing me and you and the three stooges. So the, I think they, they, they're, 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 what are they now? Six and six? Seven and six?
0: Uh, six and six.
1: Six and six. Okay. So what I'm saying is that I think they can win four of their last five games. Okay. If you look at their schedule, I think they can win four of their last five games. Because they got Chicago, I think they got Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, um, they got Tampa maybe. I don't know. But anyway, you check Green this. Bay we're talking about? Yeah, and Minnesota's schedule is not quite as favorable.
0: Let's see. Green Bay, they have at the Giants versus Tampa, at Carolina, at Minnesota versus Chicago. They could win four of those five. And then Minnesota has at Vegas at Cincinnati versus Detroit versus Green Bay at Detroit. So they've played Detroit t- uh, twice. Who? Minnesota.
1: Yeah. So, they, so we're going to do some damage there. So Green Bay is the back door. But here's the weirdest
0: thing, as I'm saying, is that
1: Josh Dobbs is coming back down to earth. But here's the weirdest thing. I've heard a stat that this number, did you know this? 51 quarterbacks have started games in the NFL this season. Okay. Think about that. That's 51 quarterbacks. You know what that's basically saying? There's only 32 teams. 30 teams.
0: 32.
1: 32? Yeah. Okay. So that means that you're basically nine quarterbacks away from every second string quarterback in the league starting a game, which says there's not enough quarterbacks to go around in the first place. Second stringers better come along. Sure. Great example of... Here's another thing I wanted to talk about, and I should have said about the Joseph, Joseph Wall. We'll get back to it really quickly, is that sometimes you got to let a quarterback develop. When I was your age and a guy got drafted, we wouldn't see him for two years at yeah. least.
0: We talked about this before, about rushing quarterbacks and all that.
1: Okay. Well, this guy in Cincinnati, he's a prime example. Do you know his old man was a pitcher, Tom Browning, played for Cincinnati? I had 120 no games. I didn't know that either. I seen Browning. Oh, it's just another average white guy name, right? In any event, his dad was. That's why he's got that arm. I think Browning won 20 games for Cincinnati. We'll look okay. him up. Uh, was a, was a big-time pitcher, kind of like uh, in the Patrick Mahomes, his dad was a pitcher kind of thing, even though I think Browning was a better pitcher than Mahomes' dad. Okay. In, in that respect. This kid came out, and he's been backup quarterback on Cincinnati for three years. He played 30 or 40 starts in college in a pro offense through a, th- a million yards. We got Brock Purdy sitting around for a couple years on the bench knows the system played in college four years played in a pro set i'm starting to believe that we got a guy named hopper from tennessee that's in detroit this kid looked amazing till he hurt his knee but they're letting him sit in the bench in detroit from two years away so this guy is a jordan love liked kind of guy right i think it's starting to be one of the things that we should be calling is um develop your quarterback instead of killing him what happens in sports, and I have to say that this is so true and it should slow down, is sometimes we should have a positive press that's just as good as a negative press in this sense. As soon as a quarterback doesn't look good, he sucks, he's garbage. Look what's going on with Mills Wilson in New York, and he's starting this Sunday. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, yeah. It's okay. Look, he's starting this week. What has that man gone through? Okay, then you get the pastor not going to Minnesota and it's, I love you story till today, because it's fluid. Yeah. So now he's a bum again. What I think is, and we're going to try to do this more at the house that happens, and we don't say they suck. Remember we said that? If you yeah. make it there, your performance might suck at times. But no player sucks. And we're going to try to really get out of the way of being damaging about them until they're really ridiculous, like Samsonov on Toronto. Then I can kick him as hard as I want, because he deserves to be kicked. That's how I look at it. Because when you, when you do that, you do that. But... When we're kind of talking to the the NFL, which is what well, how important is it? Is it the number one position in all of sports? Quarterback, or is it goalie in the NFL, or is it a closer uh, in baseball?
0: No, not not closer because you're playing so little the game. Starting pitcher, yeah. maybe.
1: Yeah, but with analytics, you don't get to be a starting pitcher. So let's not even discuss that.
0: Okay, but you're still playing more than you would as a closer.
1: Well, in any event, so what are you saying? NFL
0: quarterbacks? It's either a- quarterback or goalie.
1: Okay, agreed. So what happens with all the goalies in the NHL lately? When you're talking Ettinger, you're talking Markstrom, you're talking Justin Wall, you're talking uh, the guy in LA, um, I mean the guy in uh, Arizona? Yeah. How old, what's the average age of all these guys? 26, 27. Yeah. Toiled in the minors, learned a system, came on their way up. I think the world goes way too fast these days that you're crushing guys before we ever get to see their potential. NFL is the king of that. Don't you agree? Sure.
0: You know? Yeah. But, I mean, let's not pretend this is, like, some modern issue. This is kind of the way things have always been. No, when you came up when I was a kid,
1: like, no quarterback. I guess you're Peyton Manning or Dan Marino. Joe Montana sat on the bench for two years. Aaron Rodgers sat on the bench for two Mm -hmm. years. Um... The rare guys, the super guys. Even Matt Stafford, he came in. We had no quarterback. He didn't start till the
0: tenth. Yeah, but game. how many guys could you name that like came right out of college as a starter and just like flopped? Right,
1: Jamarcus Russell, Ryan, Ryan Leaf.
0: Leaf. <laughs> uh, let let me give me a few minutes. Um, the Browns have had a bunch. Okay, yeah.
1: Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to look up that next week and we're going to name them off. There's a bag load yeah. of them. So that's what I'm saying. I'd go for the developmental angle as opposed to rushing him in there and not knowing what he's doing because it's a complicated game. Football. Sure. As easy as it
0: looks, it's complicated. Sure. you know what I mean? Uh, Wanna we'll get right into our power rankings?
1: Yes, we will. And if anybody's got some, uh, some extra juice that they can give me so I can win some money, I'm five out of six, bro. How did I do last week? I have nine winners, I think. Well, believe.
0: let's do, deal with the picks later, but uh, let's do our power rankings first. Okay. So I just want to say, first of all, I have Miami and Detroit kind of on the bubble on the outside looking in. But let's get started with the oh, actual Oh, so listed. they're neither
1: one of major top five? No. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you go first.
0: Hang, uh, number number five, five, hanging in there by a thread is the Kansas City Chiefs. Number four, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, <laughs> The highest I've had them all season. Okay. Number three, the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Still don't, uh, I still don't know know how much I believe in them come playoff time, but, I mean, they're winning games. Getting it done. Uh, Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. And, of course, number one, the San Francisco 49ers. I
1: hate to say it. We've got the same five except for one thing. Oh, okay. I've got the Ravens over the the Eagles. Oh, interesting. So I got number one. I, I thought got, about that. Yeah, but I I only do because it. I'm I'm looking. At, it's going to be this weekend because guess who's playing my guess who's playing the Baltimore this weekend? It's Detroit. Uh, no, Matt Stafford. Oh, the, the Rams, and that's the right. Rams. So we're going to see if they're for real. I'm taking the Rams all day. By the way, but the okay, right okay. But yeah, that's a, that, that's what I've got too. I have um, I have the Ravens second only because of Philly loss. Philly's beaten Dallas, and Dallas is the hottest team in football. Now, it's interesting because I almost put Miami. In your top five? I did. But let's look at it this way, people. I'm still saying Kansas City is going to be in Vegas for that Super Bowl. Because if you look at it, Kansas City is about um, six plays away from being 10-2. and two. About six plays. If you go back, including that pass interference against Green Bay last week... So, I'm saying Kansas City will figure it out because they got the best defense they've had in the Patrick Mahomes era, and that's got to mean something. Sure. The big caveat is oh, Mahomes has never played on the road in the playoffs. We're going to see, don't you think?
0: Well, he's going to win the division, so the first game's going to be at home.
1: So, he's going to win that, and the second game will be where? Who knows? Who knows where? Okay.
0: Uh, before we get to our picks, do you want to talk about that Thursday night game between the Steelers and the Patriots?
1: First of all, I wanted to run over and play the over. The over was screaming everywhere I heard. You know what the over-under was?
0: It was pretty low, was it not?
1: Lowest in 30 years. 30. (laughs) No, lowest in 33 years. The lowest one Vegas put out. The over and under was 30, bro. I wanted to run out and parlay it, and I didn't on time because it was the same night of the games, the basketball games. Right. I was going to take all three. I should have. I would have won outright all three, but I didn't. So that's another story. Play your bets when you get the chance. What did you think of the game?
0: I thought Pittsburgh may have just outed themselves as fraudulent
1: 100%. If it wasn't Some
0: weird what was that one like right after they get that interception in the red zone or whatever the turnover they go for that trick play. That was bizarre. They almost turned it over. Well, that, that was so strange.
1: Well, that's because they're trying to do things to make it because Mercedes Mitch Trubinsky is one of those guys. But you're on the
0: 6-yard line. Like, run the ball. That's
1: what I thought so too. It was a horrible call on Tomlin and the crew. And oh by the way, we can include Trubinsky and those guys that came into the league and got rushed too quickly. Yes,
0: yes, with the we Bears, went in yeah.
1: there, and, and guess who was drafted 12 positions behind him?
0: Mahomes. Mahomes. Way to go, yeah, Trubinsky was, what, the number two pick? That they, year? They, they, they
1: gave up a draft choice to move up to get him.
0: That was when the 49ers ripped them off, right? Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. I Like, remember you that.
1: scammed them. Like, what, were you, what, what, what is your staff? What is your staff? Come on in here, Pep. Come on in.
0: So I'll get to our picks.
1: We're going to get to our picks. Come on in. All right. Come. Are you guys looking for me? What? We're done in about 20 minutes. Hold on. Andrew, that's my granddaughter. Have you uh, met her before?
0: Yeah, we met before. Oh, yeah, that's
1: yeah. right. She does dumbass things. <laughs> okay, that's... Uh, uh, it's okay.
0: I did dumbass things, too, as a teenager. It's if you learn. That's <laughs> Katie
1: Hamilton, better known as Pepper. We're about 20 minutes away from finishing, okay? Okay. Probably less. Less,
0: yeah, uh, less. All right, so first up, Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Atlanta favored by two and a half on, at home. Uh, Tampa Bay, I've just been losing more and more faith with them each week, so I'm going with Atlanta.
1: Is it, It's in Atlanta, In right? Atlanta.
0: Atlanta's winning. I agree. Uh, LA Rams at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens favored by seven points at home. I'm taking Baltimore.
1: Can we bet a beer or not one, too? It's or seven and th- a half. Is it, we got seven, seven and a half? Seven. seven. Rams all day. Matthew Stafford.
0: Okay. Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. The Lions favored by three points on the road. I'm taking Detroit. Uh, Was it three points? Three points. I have to take the Lions.
1: Come on. They can't lose to the same guys in the same division twice. Nope. And after Chicago played last week against that game in Minnesota, what a mess that was. We don't win because we had a rough time against New Orleans
0: last week, you know? Uh, Indianapolis at Cincinnati. Cincinnati favored by two points at home. I think Cincinnati might be feeling a little bit too good about themselves after that Monday night win, so give me the Colts on the road.
1: I'm taking Cincy all day.
0: Cincy's going to make the playoffs. Wow. Okay.
1: Okay, you're taking the Colts? I'm taking
0: the Colts. Colts can't win on the road, though, bro. They got to win one.
2: Okay. Okay. Jacksonville
0: at Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland favored by three points at home. Jacksonville, I think. One thing we didn't talk about is the The Trevor Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. They might be done, so I'm taking Cleveland.
1: Me too at home with the defense. Who is starting? C.J. Bathard, right?
0: Yeah, it can't be Flacco.
1: Another top (laughs) ten. Another bust. No, Jacksonville. Jacksonville started Oh, Jacksonville, yeah. Another top ten quarterback they rushed into, you know? Uh,
0: Carolina at New Orleans. Saints favored by six points at home. You're taking
1: Cleveland too, right?
0: I'm taking Cleveland. okay. Uh, New Orleans favored by six points at home against Carolina. Give me the Saints all day.
1: Who's quarterbacking? The Jameis Winston experience? (laughs) They're going for Carolina? (laughs) No, no. I'm taking New Orleans. Okay, okay, good. It is a division game, though. It makes you worried because Winston could be throwing it all over the yard. We don't know.
0: That's the one thing. Uh, Houston at the New York Jets. Houston favored by three and a half on the road. Give me... The Houston Texans. I think they smell blood. They Me? gotta go for it. And not only
1: that, I've been a little bit on their bandwagon this year. They've they've been uh, they've been team. I've been calling yep. early in the year. Remember, I said, watch out for them. The two Houston Rockets and the Houston Texans, two of the biggest surprises in sports.
0: Cruz loves Houston, that chocolate city. Uh, you, uh, got it. you got it. <laughs> never gonna get an NHL team, but uh, Minnesota at the Las Vegas Raiders. Minnesota favored by three points on the road. I think the Vikings take it. Can be Minnesota. I'm taking Vegas. I knew you would. Damn right I am. Seattle at San Francisco. San Francisco favored by 13 at home. This line scared me a little bit, but I'm still going to go San Francisco.
1: You know why? Because this is how it works. These coaches hate each other. Yeah. So Shanahan and Carroll's got no love. So if either one of them in the last couple, three years, usually when they play, when they've got the other one down, they boot them. So I can see San Francisco running, and it's in San Francisco. It's in, in San Levi. Yeah, San Francisco all day. Seattle's
0: in trouble. I think so, too. Yep. Uh, Buffalo at Kansas City. Kansas City over, only favored by one point at home. Give me the Chiefs.
1: Upset of the week. The Buffalo Bills have to go in, and I'm taking the Bills. They, wow. They, they, a, they're going to go in and do it. Their defense is coming back. So
0: you think the, so you think the Chiefs are in trouble, then? No, they would be 8-5. Okay,
1: they'll be 8-5. Then they'll run the table. So they'll okay. end up being twelve and five.
0: I don't okay. know. I think, I think the Bills are in trouble. Uh, Denver at the L. A. Chargers. Chargers favored by two and a, two and a half at home. You know what I think about the Chargers. You know what I, what I think about Denver coming on. Give me the Broncos.
1: Okay. So I said that the Broncos were fragile last week. What happened? They got slapped by Texas. Chargers aren't going to lose to them at home in a division game.
0: No. Oh, okay. Chart. You can't even compare the Chargers and the Texans though.
1: Well, Denver had a shot at the end zone at the end. Russ wasn't cooking; he was frying. He threw three interceptions.
0: Okay, so you're going with the Chargers all day. Famous last words. Uh, this is going to be a big one. Philadelphia at Dallas. Dallas favored by three and a half at home. How about them Cowboys? I'm taking Dallas. Upset
1: of the week. I hope the Eagles get them. I think the Eagles. Is that a way real way.
0: upset, though? No, but I'm
1: saying I think the Eagles, like that loss last week, they're gonna, they're gonna. Circle the wagons, even though I'm worried about their O line. That's a bit of the problem. The O line. Their secondary
0: has of- been a big issue too. Matt yeah. Patricia <laughs> running the
1: show. And with with their their secondary
0: looks like Detroit's. Uh. Yeah.
1: I'm still taking. You're taking Dallas. Yeah,
0: I'm taking Dallas. You're taking Philly.
1: I'm taking Philly.
0: Okay, Tennessee at Miami. Miami favored by 13 points at home. I don't care. I think Tennessee is fraudulent. Give me the Dolphins.
1: Dolphins won't cover. Tennessee's got some D. Okay, they'll win by ten.
0: So I'm going to take Tennessee. And you're taking Miami. And last but not least, the second. Oh, this is the second of two Monday nighters. Green Bay at the New York Giants. Green Bay favored by almost a touchdown, six and a half on the road.
1: Got to take Green Bay. I'm taking Green what, Bay too. Two. two Monday
0: nighters. Yeah. The te- the Tennessee Miami. That's a Monday nighter as well. They're both on at the same time.
1: Amazon money. ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. So Green Bay at. Um, Six and a half. I'm taking Green Bay. Me
0: too. Our picks are very different this week.
1: Very, extremely. It should be interesting. Someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. Or it could
0: just be like a nice sloppy
1: tie. We'll see. Okay. In any event, we've been running too long. We should have said a few more things about football. One of the other things that we did not bring up, but really quickly to end it, I think that Milwaukee made an interesting move, signing an 18-year-old for eight years for 80 million. Yep, hasn't played a thing in there. Is that the way to go? We should take note of that. It should be interesting. It's
0: the San Diego slash Atlanta model. So yes,
1: <laughs> yes, it could, so it could work. Number, Number two
0: is I found a very interesting,
1: uh, very interesting. Is that my mic? Question? Yeah. What did we? Okay, oh, we're you. back. We're back. Sorry. Anyways, we're going to end this really quick, but. Um, I want to have a big shout out to a guy by the name of Levi William, who plays for the Utah State um, Aggies. I think they are called in the Mountain West Division, mm-hmm. or they were in the Pac-12. This guy had a chance to go into the transfer portal as a quarterback, which they're saying the average price is. Do you know what I told you
0: was a million dollars?
1: This guy is giving up his football career to go to become a Navy SEAL. God bless America, and that America can thing. I'm I'm just so blown away. Yeah. So, this comes to the point of the show where I get to rant a little bit. So, I'm just going to tell you, we are the house that happens, and we like to talk about the highest level of competition. We like to make things that say that athletes are athletes, men are men, girls are girls. They give it all they got, it and they go for the win. Got it, bro?
0: That's That sounds good to me.
1: Once upon a time, there was a show called Highly Questionable. Dan Lebatard, who was Pat McAfee before pat mack if he was i I really believe that and he's got a great podcast you're gonna listen to him the first time i seen this it's something called the power slap lead (laughs) i like your response because andrew the first time i thought this what did i tell you is this not the most ridiculous thing that you have ever heard of in your life second worst
0: no the worst okay the the worst. worst
1: first of all it's only sanctioned where I have no idea. The state of Nevada.
0: Oh, yeah. I should have. The
1: figured. only state of it. Can I say one thing about Power Slap, okay? I love the Three Stooges. I love Bugs Bunny <laughs> Coyote. I loved uh, Tom and Jerry, and have you ever read Mad Magazine, Spy versus Spy? Mm. Those are four of my favorite things to watch on them because they were so comical and so ridiculous and so stupidly violent that they made me laugh. Well, I was online and I had a little blurb about this little slap thing. I fell off my couch laughing. Isn't that a comedy event? Isn't that like a situation comedy or a featured movie on here? Andrew, this stuff is so funny, it's beyond funny. And what makes it even more ridiculous because we have a social justice engineering society where everybody's equal, girls are doing it too. I'm telling you, like, what sense is it that you get a 300 man that gets to slap you in the head as hard as he wants? What makes it so happy is there was one brother with dreads. He got up there, put in his grill, told him he's going to take out your mama. 30 seconds later, he didn't even know where he was. He took a shot in the head. And then their head bounces off the table sometimes oh. that they're on. And they go to the ground. This is the last time we bring up professional slap.
0: Oh, hold on. Why is there a table?
1: Because they got a slap over the table. So they go, one, two, whack. (laughs) And one time they whacked a guy. The guy went, boom, bounced
2: his head off the table,
1: bounced it. I was laughing. It's not funny, but it's funny, especially when they get mad. And then they go, he ate the slap. (laughs) Like there's a commentator. There's refs. You get get 30 seconds to recover from the slap. (laughs) (laughs) They count to 10. They stagger their way to get up. I'm telling anybody, if you are a fan of the Three Stooges, If you are a fan of Bugs Bunny Roadrunner and the Coyote, if you are a fan of Spy vs. Spy, that's the only particular you should watch something of this ridiculousness. Because what do I say before? If it smells, it it sells. And number two, humans aren't as stupid as you think they are. They are stupider.
0: I don't think that's true, though, because the ratings for this are very low. What's that? The ratings for Power Slap have been very low. I don't think it's, real But the crowds are going nuts. Those are all paid people. Those aren't real people. All I'm I, sa- the, what matters is who's viewing on TV, and the answer to that is nobody. I would
1: not flick it on. The only I reason- guarantee
0: those people that they're there are being paid to be there. I'm not sure. Or they're surprised. getting free tickets or something.
1: You know, the only reason I see it is I'm not a big social media fan. But you know, no. sometimes you go on Facebook or Instagram, that little thing in the corner, and you see it. So I've turned it on. And one day, the real went to about six of these fights. I... My wife, who's right here right now, will tell you what is so funny. I was laughing the whole time because I could not. First of all, the ridiculous of doing it, yeah, the, the infliction of human pain and the stupidity combined just said, okay, I'm going back to coyote. And the Acme practice. That's never,
0: never a bad thing.
1: Ah, of course not. And I think that we should go see the Bugs Bunny Looney Tunes Symphony, but we'll talk about that in the New Year's. Anyways, we've gone too long, too much, because Cruz doesn't shut up. Andrew, I've seriously enjoyed the show today.
0: Yeah, myself as well.
1: Okay, is there anything else you want to bring to the table?
0: Uh, I think that's about it for this week.
1: Okay, then I'm just saying this. I'm going to have ma- ma- nightmares about my favorite football player for a long time. And once again, we want to remind everybody that Shoeies is on the rebuild, but the house that happens continues to broadcast from here because we care, and we're going to see this phoenix from the flames. Is that what we call it here?
0: Absolutely. Big
1: out for Serge opening the door. Anything else you want to say, buddy? That's it. Once again, we want to thank everyone to listen to The House That Happens. Hi, my name is Cruz. And
0: I'm Andrew Milani.
1: And you know what we do? We, we keep, keep the, the vibe, vibe alive. alive.
0: You can find The House That Happens on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung, Podchaser, Boomplay, YouTube, and SoundCloud. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at The House That Happens. And follow us on Twitter at House Happens. You can also shoot us an email at happens at gmail.com.